1: Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
0: Episode here. This is going to be Outlaws and Obelisks, but not the main series. No, that's already over, and I hope you enjoyed it. This is Outlaws and Obelisks Slowdown Showdown. This is going to be a sequel to a session that we actually played on DD Celebration. So if you want to see part one, uh, you can go and watch it on the DD YouTube channel. However, Uh, this is, you do not need to have uh, watched that in order to enjoy this. This is a high octane adventure. The, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce all of our guests because we have a whole bunch of exciting guests this time. Um, let's start with, I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go clockwise from where I see myself on this Zoom chat. Iza, please introduce yourself and your character.
3: Hello, I'm Iza. You can find me as Evil Clever Dog on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. I'm a designer for performance, cosplayer, TTRPG streamer, content creator, and I am playing Zavine, who's of uh, Orc and Earth Genasi lineage, and she is a Chronogy wizard.
0: Mm. And next up, uh, no stranger to Three Black Halflings, we have the wonderful Honey and Dice.
4: Hello, I'm Honey, aka Honey and Dice. You can find me on Twitters at Honey and Dice, and I am playing Mari, a.k.a. Mirage, the happiest gloomstalker ranger you'll ever meet.
0: Mm. And you are, in fact, a black halfling. Are you not
4: I your am character? Indeed. That is
0: not necessarily you, unless you identify well,
4: in real them, life, right? too. So, <laughs> yeah. Both you and
0: your characters or your character are uh, black halflings. Yes. Uh, next up, uh, we have Kim.
2: Hey everyone, my name's Kim and I am one sixth of High Roller's D&D and we run a little D&D show on uh, Twitch by the same name every Sunday. Um, I'm also on Twitter at uh, at Nanosounds and today I am playing one of my favourite characters, Shadow Beyond the Veil who is a grave cleric, uh, Tabaxi. If you imagine a black sphinx cat in very Egyptian style garb um, and a golden scarab beetle um, icon in the middle of her head Um, that's her very naive, very confused about the world. Um, and that's who will be coming on this adventure today.
0: Next, not only not a stranger to three black halflings, but also not a stranger to outlaws and obelisks. We have our man, Johnny Charles. Hello
5: everyone. I'm Johnny. You can find me on Instagram at the underscore lonely underscore orchestra. And you can probably hear some of my ditties and tunes on The podcast of Three Black Halflings. If you have listened to Outlaws and Obelisks, then you will already be familiar with Onuris Budge. This is a younger, meaner Onuris Budge, but still a Simic hybrid uh, druid barbarian.
0: All right. And next up, uh, also no stranger to Three Black Halflings, just one after another, we got the Incredible Drak.
6: Hi, I'm Draconix, or Jack for short. Um, he, they pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Draconix. It's D R A K O N I Q E S. Today, I'm going to be playing Carfe, um, also he, they pronouns, who's a Warforged Artificer. Um, he, if you watched a past episode of this, recently remembered that a key thing about him is that he was black before things <laughs> happened. <laughs> He's uh, just a very tall, about six foot two, six foot three, and warforged with a little mechanical scarab beetle that um, Mm. he built himself. That kind of keeps sticks around him, but I think it's probably right now on Shadow's shoulder because they're a fan of Shadow.
2: Tiny
7: God.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, last but certainly not
0: least. Grace, please introduce yourself and your character.
7: Hello, I'm Grace Kelly Miller and I am one-sixth of the D&D podcast No Small Roles. You may have come and listened to us when Jeremy came and guested as Dwayne Fabulous. It's definitely worth checking it out. Um, I'm also an actress, a cabaret artist, drag king, all sorts of things that require me to wear lots of glitter. Um, And I have taken inspiration for that for my character, um, Soraya Rakisa, who is a Yuan. Pure blood and glamour bard. Mm -hmm. Emphasis on the glamour.
0: (laughs) A glamour bard. A
7: glamour bard. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, just a little recap of what happened last time. Uh, our adventure is taking place in a slowdown, a place where time runs slower than it does in most of Uttaram. Uh, In this case, th- th- three-ish times slower than it runs outside of uh, the slowdown, and specifically below ground in a city called Arukal, the city below. Uh, it was built into a pre-existing subterranean rock cut, city that had built been built centuries prior. Uh, those who moved down originally were wealthy landowners trying to get away from the destruction of the Civil War, known colloquially as the Great Strife. They expanded the city significantly, and were in the process of excavating parts of it that had been buried by cave-ins over the centuries. But, since the construction and excavation process stopped at the time of the Calamity, and all magical technology stopped working when it occurred, there's still a lot of caves and unexplored side passages, as well Remote sections of the original city complex that were never fully explored. We are opening not in Adukal, but sort of the outskirts of Adukal. You see our party, most of them, Karfi, Shadow Beyond the Veil, vale, Zaveen, and Onuris are not originally from Adukal. You all came down here on a mission after having been hired by a man named Gohar Spears to sneak down here and steal some past Tech. Some pre-calamity, more advanced tech from the wealthy Zane Bass, a wealthy landowner who lives down here, farms livestock, crops, stalagmites... Etc. Gohar had A contact down here that you were introduced To that's Soraya Rakiza. You met her at the House of Serpents The burlesque club that she runs She also had hired Mirage A.K.A. Mari to help Guide you onto the ranch And all of you went onto the ranch You infiltrated successfully There were some bumps along the way With uh, meeting some of the the ranchers But hey we got past them We got into the hidey hole In which Zane Bass kept all of his stuff. Uh, and discovered it was like a vast temple slash burial complex that had all kinds of not just the tech that he'd had from just before the Calamity and had been hoarding down there but also the room itself seemed to have tech from hundreds of years before that they had been trying to develop sort of like early computer type tech built into this stone, uh, beautiful elaborately stone cut chamber and all of this was uh, kind of soured by the horrible smell that permeated everybody Bit of the room, a smell of death and fecal matter, uh, the source of which became clear once uh, Mari noticed something dripping from the ceiling. You all looked up and saw that the ceiling was covered in these, what you had thought were just carved lumps, were actually these bat-like creatures with humanoid faces, and the dripping was because one of them was giving birth. Giving birth to another one of these creatures. But what made this so alarming is that this creature had the face of one of Soraya's old friends who had just recently died. In fact, they were having a funeral for him as you left Adukal. So this now baby version with his face in a horrifying bat body was born. These things attacked. You all had to skedaddle. Shadow, you had been contacted for the first time in... Who knows how long, by your goddess, Capera, who was telling you that she was trapped in a place of shadows. She wanted to help you get away because this was a very dangerous place. And she essentially used her magic to cast the haste spell on all of you, kind of manifested as an army of scarab beetles that was just carried you away from the premises. Uh, You all successfully made it out of the chamber, uh, through the ranch property, and onto the cart that you had taken to get here. The the uh, sort of like mining cart that you would tra- take in to get here, which is where we open. All of you are barreling along on this mine on this mine cart. Uh, at this point, I'll say that because these things are powered by magic, as each of you got onto it, the the haste spell that had been upon you just automatically transferred into this to power it back the rest of the way. You all are speeding through the underground. <sighs> Uh, you, you see the like the pillars, stalactites, stalagmites. You see like different little cave spots curving off. You're just speeding along, and behind you, you can hear getting closer the sounds of the... <laughs> mixed with the moans of these strange, ghoulish creatures hot on your trail. It's an important to note that... I went back through the video no one ever mentioned closing the door
4: oh, <laughs> <And my God. laughs> oh, the, the door to the hidey hole
0: okay, was, with,
4: it, oh. with, it, with for all due respect we didn't get the chance
3: it, it's <laughs> didn't entirely didn't fair run, It's run entirely run. so fair. the coast told us we had to stop yeah. so. <laughs>
0: it's true uh, look, <laughs> mistakes were made uh, <laughs> and, and as a result of that, you all are speeding along this track. Uh, It is occurring to you that these things have now been unleashed not only upon the Bass Ranch, but I mean, they can fly. They could easily reach Arukal itself, and you can hear them gaining on you. It sounds like they'll be upon you in seconds. I will open with you guys. You have a, a minute to chat as these things are bearing down on you before an encounter will begin.
7: Oh my word, how are we going to stop these things from getting to the city? Is there any way, uh, is there, a DM, is there anything that looks like we could fire at bits of the wall and they could crumble in?
0: Um, if you have, like, weapons or anything, uh, you might, you, you grab, like, some of you have magical power, some of you have abilities to blast stuff in general, also, you did grab future tech, if you were to try and, like, v- 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 like, quickly rifle through, see if there's something concussive that could blast have- off part of it, but you would risk potentially a, a larger cave like, this is, would not be a controlled cave so it could catch you too.
3: Yeah. Fair. Can I also ask how, like, tall and wide the tunnel is?
0: it's not uniform. So at certain parts it's much taller at certain points. Like at certain points it's not even fully a tunnel. There will be points that open up onto like other, you can see much larger cavern passageways. Uh, and you can hear and as that happens you can even hear echoes of those sounds coming from those passageways as well. Oh, it sounds wow. like the hundreds of ghoulish creatures have started to really spread out. I would say the the, the word frenzy applies.
3: So a web spell probably isn't going to do very much, <laughs> is it?
0: <laughs> it could stop the ones that are coming after you <laughs> potentially uh
3: zafine will go like um i can make like a a magical web that could catch some of them but it's not gonna be big enough to get all of them and it certainly won't cover all these tunnels i can
6: shatter at least a ceiling of the ones just behind us and maybe keep those away but i don't know how controlled that cave-in would be I've never tried anything like that
0: uh we should just do whatever we can right yeah, the sound is like getting ever closer. Odex is sitting on Shadow's shoulder, kind of holding onto your ear with one hand <laughs> and like bracing himself as if like he's just like oh, and you can hear tiny little his tiny little joints clicker clacking as he's like sh- shivering with fear.
8: Oh, baby. <gasps> oh sweet
3: child! <laughs> uh,
0: a pep is also your uh, uh, Zavid. You're familiar. A pep is also like looking around like oh, oh yeah, no think, this I think Sabina's just <laughs> holding him. <laughs> He's like, yeah his eyes are darting back and forth. He's like oh these are not
6: good sounds
3: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Mari Yeah she's cuddling her little dinosaur friend mm. like very close to her. Mari,
6: you're the survivalist expert out of all of us. I think we did admit apparently to none of your knowledge that this is our first time. Um, do you have any ideas?
4: You just see Mari at the in the cart, just like I prepared for the guiding tool. I did not prepare, you know, to be chased by dead, bad monsters. So, you know, everything in my repertoire to prepare for this, you know, to keep them from coming. That's not prepared. I just have friendly tourists. Yeah, I can make okay. a spike. I could do so many things, but I cannot do them right now because he is not prepared. And she's just kind of like, but we have to keep them from getting to the city. How fast is the cart going in comparison to
9: how fast it sounds like to people?
0: <laughs> the cart is going faster than you can run, but it does not seem to be going faster than they can fly. Uh, it's at, it, at well, you can. In fact, um, Mari, you can roll me. I'll say a survival check to kind of figure out because uh, I think you've probably had to run from stuff before. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, with an eighteen, based on how fast the cart is going and the fact that these things are catching on it, are catching up to you. Uh, it sounds like it 's not realistic for you to be able to reach the city before they do, which then creates uh, look the city is not defenseless there 's people there they have weapons they have you know some fighters there, uh, and the city also has defense a defense system in place uh, It will probably get activated at some point. The issue would primarily be you want to get back to the city before the defense system gets activated, because I think both you and Soraya would know the city uh, has uh, basically is a, a last ditch stopgap measure, a wall of force generator that they can just oh. and put up a wall of force just at the edge of the city. It would like prevent any more of these things from getting in. But if you weren't there in time, it would also prevent you from getting in and it can run okay. for about uh, it can run for about five hours
4: so hypothetically speaking, if we made it there, some things may still come through, but not everything.
0: That's Right. Process. Yeah.
4: Okay. So she would be like this. <clears throat> we just sit and ride. Sit and ride, and then when we get there, we get this beyond the f- shields, and then whatever comes through, we deal with it at that time. But we we cannot stop them here. We, we're not going to stop them here. I'm not. Again, I am a very nice, toasted, just lots of melanin, and this is not what I do. So we are not going to stay in this place.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we get out of here as quick as we can. Um, Soraya has been uh, getting Roshin, her um, snake that's been wound around her, and she's going to use Animal Messenger to send Roshin ahead to tell them, basically, monsters are coming from the Bass Ranch. We're trying to get out. Be prepared. Let us through.
0: Hmm. Okay, so Rashid is going to slither out and powered by magic is just going to slither somehow faster than the cart uh, off towards the city as you all are still barreling towards It sounds like you maybe have time for like a little bit more conversation before these things are upon you. You can hear, like, you can catch glimpses of them as you're like turning corners. You can catch glimpses of like wings. You see like the edge of a face appearing here and there. They are getting closer and closer, echoing through this cavern.
3: I think Zavine will will wait until a moment where there's like a uh, where the tunnel sort of becomes a bit smaller, and she is actually going to cast a web to at least block off ones that are coming from directly behind them. Hopefully, a little bit um so yeah she just like raises the staff and the sort of orrery mechanism on it churns and it's like sort of spews out these almost like chronogy webs they look like little tears where you can see like a little reflection of another part of the cave or something like streaming across uh, the opening of the passage.
0: That's really cool. Okay, it's like you're, it's like you're spreading uh, like little bits of like alternate timelines and choices yeah. they could have made. So it's like as you're touching the web, it's like, well, in one timeline you actually bumped into that wall, and in this one you did this, you turned that way. So it's like. Ah! they can't quite yeah it's like uh, paralysis by multiple choices I think at this point it is time for this encounter now this is not going to be a fight as such these things are not they're in a frenzy right now so there there aren't going to be like dedicated I'm going to land here we're going to duke it out until one of us goes down what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a die to see exactly what happens with each turn and then you all will have to make skill checks or potentially use other abilities to try and navigate those problems. So here's the first roll. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> Zavine, you cast this thing just as several of them start to, you see that they started to flap extra hard and go into a dive to try and get towards the cart. Uh, uh, in, in fact, a couple even come in from like a side passage, trying to like, Wah! the web pff, comes up right in front of them, and they, pff, you just see them like frozen in time briefly, and their nice. the face is just, oh, as you are speeding away. So that's round one. Zavine, you just straight saved everybody. Great job Woo! for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to roll again uh, Because more and more sounds are coming How long does web last, by the way? Like a minute?
3: Uh, Concentration up to one
0: hour Oh, one hour Well, yeah Those things will be stuck there for a while Don't even worry about it Now the next one um, Let's see the ones that are behind, that were directly behind you, are no longer a threat. However, there were some that seems to have outpaced you. Uh, remember, this was kind of like a sideway that you guys took, as opposed to like the most direct route, and so it's a little bit more circuitous. Some of them, essentially, by flying a more direct route, have actually gotten ahead of you. And what you see is not uh, one of these ghoul creatures, but in fact. a a trio. Well, not just a trio, like a trio uh, of adult hoats accompanied by some small hoatlings. These are adult subterranean hoats. For those of you who have never seen the subterranean hoats, they have abnormally large eyes with huge pupils. Their fur is kind of sparse over their bodies, and they have kind of pale skin. Uh, They have these long, curved horns that drip venom from them. These, uh, for those of you who live down here, these hoats are notoriously dangerous. They have to deal with all Manner of creatures and they have adapted very, very quickly. Their hooves are also slightly shovel like so they can dig and chip away at rock when need be. But they are like fully alarmed, leaping onto the tracks in front of you, accompanied by uh, six of these ghoul creatures that are just Aah! ripping at them with talons. And you see like the humanoid faces are like uh, emitting like weird waves from them. The, the hosts are in a complete panic and they are currently blocking like you are barreling towards just a pile of creatures what do you do you all have like one little action that you can try and take
5: can i attempt to launch myself off of the front of the cart onto the tracks like in the middle of the hopelings like just as we get there in the middle of the hopes. Mm. and cast thunder wave on myself Ooh. just to blast them all off the
0: our way from the tracks yo roll roll an athletics check that's amazing Okay,
5: uh, that'll do it. It's a natural sixteen with 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 budget strength. There'll there'll be.
0: It is a DC twenty two. Um,
5: yeah, that's that's a twenty three.
0: <laughs> <That's 23. laughs> <laughs> no, Budge. Yeah, you had speared a couple of these things on your like rage-filled rhino horns. I imagine like they've still tur- <laughs> they've turned your our, your hands have turned back into a trunk and a hand. So there's just some dead yeah, corpses. Yeah. So you like run towards the just front, dripping off of it, the- <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, yeah. dripping like this this black uh, oozy. Like it's not even fully like blood. It's weirdly viscous, just sort of gooing and hanging from your hands as you run to the front and just whoah, launch yourself. Directly directly. directly at these things ahead of the cart. Uh, They have to make a save, right? Against Thunderwave?
5: Uh, Yeah. They Oh, man.
0: Describe for me how you cast Thunderwave as these things all are going to try and make this save.
5: Oh, sure. So so for Budge, uh, everything is kind of, uh, everything looks a little bit wet and, like, watery. So it's kind of, he jumps in, and it's like he's landing in the middle of this huge pond, but, like, in 3D. So you see these sort of, like, watery ripples, like, emerging from this, like, his center of mass outwards
0: Whoo! okay so i will say that with your athletics check because you beat it i'll also allow you to basically shuffle the hotlings like the smaller hoats completely off i just rolled saves for okay so four of the six ghouls completely fail and are blown what is it 10 feet back Yes, ten. So four of the creatures and two of the hoats are completely just by this watery wall of force that echoes throughout this cavern. There are three left, including Budge as this thing. Does anybody have anything to do? There are two of the uh, the ghouls and one hoat still on the tracks, plus Budge. As you guys, you have a split second to act. Does anybody have anything they want to try and do in this?
2: Um... I would like to cast Guiding Bolt at one of the remaining ghouls, if that's okay. Okay.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Roll an attack roll. See if you can blast it out of the sky.
2: Sure. This will be at um, second level.
0: Okay. Um,
2: oh, it's not good. It's an eight to hit. <laughs> oh. oh, no.
0: Okay, so it arcs out radiant damage against the ceiling Mm. part of it sort of falls you don't it doesn't cause a cave in uh but it does like shards start to fly off and there's just a glowing spot in the roof of the cave uh we pretty much have one more shot at this does anybody have anything to that they want to try and do before you guys plow into these things if anyone um, you know wants what? to
2: shoot that ceiling, you now get advantage on that. <laughs> Basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> you can you can try and cause a cave in to hit them, but it would also mean that you've blockaded yourselves. Yeah, yeah. we'll be trapped as well. Yeah.
6: Oh god. Okay, I'm gonna I'm to take I'm gonna do the say I wanna I'm gonna launch myself off. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try and tackle the goat thing because I don't think we really care if we slam into this these flying ghouls. but I do want to at mm-hmm. least save these um goatlings. So I am want to dive and like. Tackle it off the tracks?
0: Uh, Roll me an athletics check to successfully launch yourself off of this. Oh boy, my athletics is not
6: good. Um, (laughs) It's
0: an 18. Okay, with an eighteen, I'll let you launch yourself off of the tracks because it's much less distance now, and get in between yourself and the hoat. The car is about to slam into you and Budge now. Yeah. You guys are gonna have to like get back onto the cart. I will let you, as part of yours, try and push off of the hoat to try and like kick off to push onto it so the hoat falls to the side uh, That and it's going to be either a strength saving throw or a dex saving throw whichever is better for you guys yeah I'm going to do a dex so. okay uh, this is going to be a DC 16 dex save or strength save whichever is oh thank god 18 okay cool Budge what did you get uh, a plus 8 actually uh, to make
5: twenty
8: seven. Oh god. So, but
5: just <laughs> back onto
8: the back on vaults on. I imagine jump. like
0: you even like you use your trunk to like whoo, like hook yourself onto it. And I feel just, like I am probably like
5: slingshot slingshot off the uh off the thing. Maybe 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 over, overshoot it a little and like end up like running like Woody from Toy Story style like along the <laughs> <path for laughs> a bit before launching myself back onto the uh, onto
0: the cart. Uh okay. So um, Carfe, you do successfully manage with an 18 because it was a DC 18 to actually get the hoat out of the way, I didn't say, but you had to You oh, br- brace your feet against the hoat and just it, as it like, gets pushed away I'm very sorry F- as a, you, fly, <laughs> <laughs> you fly onto it however, you guys plow into two of these things um, this is going to be let's see here I need to okay, great so that is going to be um. Okay, so who
6: is in the front of the car? I would say I would be, because I don't think my rope... I think I barely made it onto the cart from that jump, so I'll probably be, like, still on the front. Okay. You, uh, as
0: well as... Actually, no, excuse me. The way that this works is everybody in the cart takes five points of damage, basically as you rip through the bodies of these things, just... There are claws, there are wings, there's teeth just flying, uh, body parts smacking into everybody's faces. You leave behind, like, the broken bodies of these two things that are still kind of sort of alive, but not really. And it was also questionable the degree to which they were ever really alive. But everybody takes five points of damage. That is going to be one more uh, roll here. Okay, so one of them is going to fly in front of you look at all of you and emit this horrible at all of you. You can see, like, this looks like a wizened, kindly old face, a very feminine-looking face. Uh, Looks like some sort of goblinoid person, but, like, this sound that emits does not at all match the expression. It's a very kindly expression, but this horrible that emits towards all of you, and I need—I uh, need everybody, please—to uh, make, I believe, a Wisdom saving throw. What yes. type
4: of effect is this?
0: Uh, this would be—oh, you would have advantage. This would be a fear effect.
2: I'm guessing this is like over a minute since we left the vault, like probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just checking because I cast Beacon of Hope there, um, which gives advantage, but not anymore, kids.
0: <laughs> Did anybody get a 13 or below?
7: Yeah. I got a 12. Oh, no. 12.
0: So I got a 12. Oh,
7: oh we all got 12s. 12s. Wow. Hey, <laughs> 12. 12 club. Yay, we're going to die together.
0: Those of you who failed are frightened. You are now possessed with such a fear that you are unable to let yourself continue to be carried towards this thing, uh, which means it's essentially y'all are going to have to bail out of this cart.
7: Okay. Oh, shit.
6: Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I need a reaction. No
0: those of you who have succeeded are just like wow that's weird uh (laughs) this thing is just standing (laughs) it's like standing sort of like a threat display uh and three of you that is going to be soraya budge and shadow uh still with Onyx on your shoulder Uh, oh no uh i guess (laughs) leap from the cart everybody make me a deck save as you're hopping off of this cart This is going to be a DC 14 deck save.
3: So I could use Chronal Shift to let someone reroll a saving throw, but there's three of you, and I can only do
5: it to one
0: person. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody hit the 14 on the deck save?
5: No. (laughs) Got 11. Budge is absolutely terrified, uh, but he very, very gracefully drops out of the cart with a natural twenty. Oh, wow!
0: <laughs> what a time to get a <laughs> natural in it's, it's incredible. <laughs> it's uh, it's like it's like a gymnast level. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Soraya slinks out
7: with a twenty-three.
0: <laughs> Ooh. So you Ooh, just, nice. like, sort of f- slither out of the cart. Yeah. Very smooth and lithe and serpent-like uh, as poor uh, Shadow face plants.
2: Not very oh. cat-like agility, no. <laughs> I imagine, like, her hackles go. You know, like, when a cat is spooked in real life and does that high hackles, like. Eah! And then mm-hmm. just all of that, just all the grace goes out as she trips on the side of the cart and face plants. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> you take eight bludgeoning damage as you.
8: Poof,
0: straight onto the, si- uh, straight face. Onto the rocks. yes and Onyx the 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 ghoul does fly up out of the way of the rest of you as the cart continues but now it's y'all have straight up lost half the team what do those of you in the cart want to do
6: I think I instinctively just go I just he reaches out as if he's trying to grab Onyx but way too slow and in the same movement almost like a little dart ejects from his wrist and he's gonna try and hit this ghoul and I'm gonna try and use Enlarge or reduce, and I'm not gonna reduce this gold thing so it just nice. shrinks down the size because we're moving at <laughs> okay. pretty fast pace. I want to at least make it hurt them less if it does attack and make it easier for them to hit. Oh, that's amazing! Love it. So yeah, that's okay. a con save.
0: It's a con save. What's the DC 15? 15. 15. It hit exactly a 15. Uh, damn it. Oh, uh, you see, like the dart, and it starts to. It starts to, like, shrink down, and then the... Wah! And, like, it's, it's like, its own power. Uh, it becomes scared of the fact that it's shrinking, and it scares itself into, like, resisting and just... Wah! Yeah, well, yes. Savine, were you going to do something?
3: Uh, I was just going to say, I'm just going to try and kill it so it's gone and they can keep running after us and catch up with us, maybe.
0: With how many of these things there are, they can't outrun them, because you can still hear, like, all of them around you. In fact, Mari, you would know, at this point... It's like you either would have to try and stop the cart and get them back onto it and then restart the cart. Or y'all would have to try and find a spot to hide or just leave them. That's the other option is that you just leave them there.
4: Oh, yeah. So during this process, Mari has been like narrating. Ah, and now we are coming upon the uh, Subterranean <laughs> <Hoops."> <laughs> And They are very scary. They have the poison on the ho. Oh, there is the monsters again. <laughs> Okay, we've got that, and we are back on the cart! And then when everybody's like jumping off... I think I said leave all the arms and the hands and the legs inside the cart when we are moving.
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh!
4: I cannot leave them, because that is Monsieur Bouge, that is Mademoiselle Sidar and purple, and they are going to get eaten. So, we can stop the cart, and then face certain zoom with the whole tour group, or we can leave them.
3: Well, I don't want to leave them. That's
6: horrible. <laughs> yeah, that would be unfortunate. I'll they did help, and isn't Soraya supposed to be paying us, or is that
4: someone else? <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why I don't want to. Leave. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Save me for the money. We have about fifteen <laughs> seconds to make this decision before we are going to be too far. So, and that is ten seconds. We have to
0: like. Yes, I
6: think we should go. Make
0: a
4: decision.
3: So, so I can do a spell where I can, like, pull people 30 feet towards me, but it will hurt them.
0: Uh, the cart has, in this time, already moved more than 30 feet.
4: Okay, yeah, the range is only 30 feet, okay. Okay, we're going to leave the cart. Is there a stop button on this cart or is haste just keep <laughs> what's
0: going? This is like a straight up, There, it's a, there's a start button. You're not sure if they ever built a stop button. This may be like a bail situation or just like, there, oh, I'll say this, there's a break. If you grab the brake, you can, <laughs> okay. and like try, and it'll try and cut out like whatever magic is powering it. Okay,
4: you see. So. Okay, I may need help with this or it's going to look very embarrassing. Yes, I, I so, hey, Mr. Kaffee, if you can just pull this break.
6: Yes, okay. Um, okay.
4: Okay. Brace yourself. If I go flying, we do not talk about this.
6: (laughs) We saw nothing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Make it
0: make a uh, the two of you. I guess make uh, Carfe. Who has the higher strength between the two of you?
6: Carfe and Mari. Uh, I have a minus one. Um, (laughs) Told you I'm an artifice, so I don't need strength.
3: Okay, I actually might have the highest strength because I have an 11, which is plus zero, is my it's dump my jump stat. stat.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know what, Zavine? Zavine, you can make the save with the health action. Like, you, you have, you, you roll it, but roll it with advantage as the other two. You see Mari sort of hanging I from it,
6: she would be- and is like, on the top. We're just kind of, like, holding it, like, yeah. I never thought I she would be the one
3: doing
0: this. <laughs> That is straight up. That's a that's a 13. Okay. So you, but it is not a smooth stop. A it's going to be one of those like, and y'all are going to need to make a deck save. Uh, this is also going to be DC 14 deck saves uh, as you go tumbling out of this cart.
4: That's a 15
0: again. That's a 19 plus five. That's a 17. Ooh, okay. So in contrast <clears throat> to the, in contrast to poor Shadow Beyond the Veil, uh, almost everybody else <laughs> looks like an absolute boss coming out of this. Like even the rest of you is your t- like the thing stops, launches you all forward out of the cart, and you all <laughs> all of you just expertly like somersault and look incredibly cool. Uh, we do like this superhero landing, three point <laughs> landing as we skid yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And then a pep lands next Yeah, time.
0: exactly. A pep just <laughs> looking around, like, in full video game idling mode, <laughs> just, like, bouncing back and forth. I imagine that, um, that, Carfe, you also deployed, like, airbags
6: or something to, like, <laughs> to, like, <sighs> 100%, uh, yeah. to stop your... Or like a parachute to, like, slow down his, like, tumble or something, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so, you hear, like, the, the screeches and screams, uh, Soraya, Soraya and Shadow and budge the three of you see like way off you hear like just sort of like this metallic screech cutting through all of the sounds of the the moans you can hear more of these creatures are coming you see your friends now i guess presumably heading back towards you what do the three of you want to do
2: um are there any of the ghouls like near us like coming i guess they're all coming towards us um
0: yes none within sight even the one that like the one that got shrank got spooked and tried and and, like flew away Mm -hmm. but you can tell there's gonna be more but none have eyes on you currently
2: so i would like to hold my action until um a number of these creatures are within 30 feet of us um and then i'm gonna use my channel divinity turn undead um And yeah, (laughs) so I don't know if you want me to describe that now or wait and and see what everyone else wants to do as well.
0: Uh, Let me roll. In fact, you roll a luck check to see how long it takes for you to get like a number of them around you.
2: Tino, I have never rolled a luck check on high rollers ever. What kind of a roll is that?
0: (gasps) It's just a D20. Oh, Use roll okay. a d twenty, and you hope it's d20, high. Right? Yeah.
2: We're, we're not very lucky <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on high rollers. High rollers is more a wish than an actual action. Uh, oh, okay. And as such, I rolled a nine.
0: <laughs> okay. So before your companions are able to get to you, uh, three of these things start to zoom down. You can see like they their bodies. Now that you're getting closer, a lot like they vary in size. Some of them are like as big as humanoids. Like as like it seems like the body size of them, at least the full-grown ones, seems to match roughly the size of maybe the people that they may have been. Uh, As they come zooming in, describe how your how your channel divinity works. Uh,
2: So I guess I'll stand up, brush myself off. Uh, I'm going to turn to Onyx on my shoulder and say, "Bless me, tiny god." Where I have sinned, <laughs> and then I'm gonna turn and face um, the ghouls, and you just see this golden light kind of shoot up through her body, and into the scarab that's embedded on her forehead, um, and this light is just gonna shine, this golden light is gonna blast out of the uh, scarab that's in her forehead, and then yes, basically every creature within a 30-foot range needs to make a wisdom saving throw, um, Okay. Or yeah, or they're turned, um, and there's a further thing as well if they're under um, a certain CR rating. Uh, uh, what's the
0: what's the what's the, uh, uh, the the DC?
2: DC is fourteen.
0: All three fail.
2: Woo! Oh! <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> um. So yeah, they'll be turned, and there is a further effect where if any of them. Um, When an undead fails its saving throw against turn undead, it is instantly destroyed if the CR is lower than the threshold for my level. Which, mm, I don't think it's going to be that high, given that I'm level five.
0: Um, Yeah. Um, These are, let's see, where does it, I'm trying to see where it says destroy undead. Um, At level five, it's half or lower. These are higher than one half.
8: Okay, fine.
2: Uh so yeah apart from that I guess they are turned Um, so it spends its action trying to move as far away from me as it can and it can't willingly move within a space 30 foot of me it can't take reactions um and yes, it can only use the dash action.
0: So with uh, with little Onyx like massaging one shoulder, uh, very like just like you go, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, like trying to be like you got this. Uh, you the golden light washes out. Uh, Soraya and Budget, even those of you who are running back to see this golden light. And all three of those things just turn tail and fly like zipping out of sight as quickly as they can possibly fly. Um, You could tell like probably some of the other ones caught wind of that and they're like, nah, I don't I don't feel like getting next to that (laughs) right now. Um, You have probably bought yourself maybe a minute or two before anything else comes around. Uh, You all are able to regroup fairly quickly within that time. What would you like to do?
7: Wow, that was quite the showstopper. Now are we gonna try and get out of here or are we gonna try and hide?
6: I, I would personally like to get out of here as soon as possible. Yeah. Can we
7: can we
3: restart the cart? Also that was really cool, she says pointing at Shadow.
2: Thank, Thank you. you.
6: Our pep
0: goes in for a high five. Uh,
3: oh 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 I,
2: Shadow doesn't understand it and is just <laughs> just presses a claw. Like just do you need healing, tiny dinosaur?
0: As you touch fingertips, it becomes like a weird, like, uh, uh, God and Adam moment from, like, Sistine Chapel, where, like, a pep is, like, looking into your eyes with, like, this, oh. And you're, like, looking, to, and you just staring into each other's eyes. Uh, and I'll say that, I'll say that, um, little Onyx emits, like, this really high pitch, ooh as well as it's just this weird <laughs> moment happens between you and this coelophysis so are you guys going to try and restart the cart
7: yeah, yeah. that's okay. faster than us right
0: it is faster than you yeah your other option would basically be to try and hide if you are running up to the cart with that stop it damaged the cart a little bit uh i'm going to need uh whoever wishes to probably carfe let's be honest uh to see yeah. if you can fix it can i just use mending I have the spell.
6: I just go oh, to d- with... does
0: mending work on magical items?
6: I don't actually. Or is as it non-magical? It, can... it doesn't have the spell can. The spell can physically repair a magic item or construct, but the spell can't restore the magic to said object.
0: So this one, you would ha- you can mend it as into like oh, the mechanism itself now works, but it, in order to have it be magically functional again, you would need to uh, do a check. Do a check. Okay,
6: I can. I'll do both then. I think you probably. Okay. Well, you, in fact, I'll do this because I can. I can use um, Onyx in this way. I can cast spells through Onyx if it has a range of touch. So I think you see Onyx so just out of nowhere pull down a welding mask and just start welding in the cracks <laughs> and everything while um, while Carfay starts working on like trying to infuse the magic again. Um, um, okay. Can
5: I, can Budge, can Budge assist by sort of just being a like a human jack? just like lifting up the yeah. cart yes. Honestly, that'd be great if I'm
0: minus one in shrunk that'd be perfect that's awesome you like stick your trunk arm and then like, you step on the trunk yeah repeated just lifting jacking up the side of the cart yeah you can use your thieves tools or smith tools whichever one to try and fix this okay basically a d20 plus your proficiency and I'll let you add your intelligence
6: okay perfect um Ooh, that's really good. Um, so proficiency is a three now, on my intelligence. So that's a dirty twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So
0: after uh, after a couple minutes, like. <laughs> While the rest of you are, like, sort of cowering around the cart, a few of them start to, like... You see some of them fly by, but not even, like, really pay attention to you. One, like, glances your way, but another... You see the one that you tried to shrink before, uh, like, as this flying by, just sort of fly by, pat it on the shoulder, and be like... Ah! And they fly <laughs> off. Uh, the... Uh, the, uh, some of them are like still like chasing after the hoats and hotlings. at certain points, more hotlings and hoats are just running across the tracks being chased by this stuff. It's complete pandemonium. But after several minutes of just with uh, with little odics, like providing you all the tools and also just <laughs> welding himself, uh, you are able to get this cart up and running again. Uh, it's going to require magic again. Essentially, uh, I'll say that you all uh, had been going for about, uh, let's say, what's an easy number? Yes, six minutes uh, at the time that you got there. And I believe it's uh, 10 minutes per spell level. So actually, we'll just call it uh, an even 10. You went for an even 10 minutes. You can use another two spells worth to try
6: and power this thing again. I'll, I'll pump a spell into it while I'm working on it. Like once I want to have it done. Okay. I just like pet it and then. Cast a spell into it. I'll cast, um... I don't know, magic missile. (laughs) Okay, so first level? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, it'll need
0: one more to get you all the way back.
7: I'll cast a bit of uh, distort value to uh, make (laughs) it just a real fancy uh, thing that we're riding in.
0: (laughs) Uh, The cart suddenly looks real nice.
7: Oh, (laughs) now this is my my (laughs) it.
0: Okay, it... Starts zipping off again at this point the things seem to have mostly lost interest in you all you managed to make it there kind of on like you see stuff but it's maybe it's a little horrifying but nothing actually attacks you Uh, what I need now is for you, Soraya, to roll a luck check.
8: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, oh no. Um, <laughs>
7: um, <laughs> listeners, uh, my face is that of a person who just rolled a natural one. Oh,
0: <laughs> my God. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. So you all see, as you're rounding the corner, the home stretch. uh, You know that Adukal is just on this (laughs) last stretch. It's only like a one or two minute stretch of, of rail. You see that the wall has already... Gone up. Oh. <laughs> uh, it is. It is a. It's like a translucence uh, that has just spread across. Kind of like. Uh. It's. Mm-hmm. It's like a. It's sort of bowed out slightly. We'll say for flavor. Like sort of. Uh. When you go to like the aquarium and they have the bubbles that you can like look into into some of the of aqua- uh, the tanks. It's kind of like that, but a little bit more translucent, so that you can't. So you can actually tell it's there and you're not just like ha" and, and ride the cart straight into it can
3: I, can I use chronal shift to have Soraya reroll <laughs> I don't know, I don't, I don't. I genuinely don't know if, because it says an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, and I don't know if this yeah, love check this, comes under that or not.
0: No, this is basically just a chance okay. thing to see, like, Never hey, mind. does it work? <laughs> uh.
3: like, Sabine tries to tap into some time magic and it just isn't happening. Mm,
6: which is, oh, it doesn't, yeah.
0: <laughs> you, I will say, Soraya, you see your snake on the other side, just sort of looking through the wall. Tongue darting in and out at you all as you are like towards the wall. Um, we probably should. It did cut across the tracks, so you might need to either
6: stop the cart or get out.
3: Okay, yeah, we else have teleportation magic.
7: Anyone?
6: No, I, most some um, I quite a lot of magic.
7: Nope. But we do not want to go straight into that wall.
4: Nope. <laughs> Does anybody just want to pump the break? We could just stop it. Yeah, <laughs> let's
7: we do, we just, that? So do that.
3: Maybe someone a bit stronger than me this time.
5: <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> looks
3: at <laughs> looks at our barbarian
5: friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I'll give it a go. Uh, roll it oh, out. Oh, uh, actually, how high is the wall that the gate is up of? Uh, About yeah. Oh, uh, how
0: how the tall wall is the city. wall? Yeah, how tall is the wall? It basically goes from ceiling to. It's like a generator, so it goes mm-hmm. from ceiling to floor. It like oh, so there's complete, no gaps. There's no gaps. No, it straight here. seals off the city from entry. E. Yeah.
5: Ass. Okay. Cool. And it doesn't look like there are any openings anywhere on the on the, the wall that we can see.
0: No. Um. This okay. wall. I. Those of you who uh, who live here know the wall can be sustained basically for five hours straight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay. I'll.
5: I'll uh, should I roll a uh, athletics check? To- yeah. Go for it. Yeah, that'll be uh, 23.
0: You reach forward and just with one hand... (laughs) uh, (laughs) But it's, like, very smooth. Uh, I think that uh, Carfe and Onyx did a great job of, like, oiling the gears here. Yeah. So it just Mm -hmm. slides smoothly. Smooth. You all have successfully stopped in front of the city. You can still hear the sounds of these things. You know it's only a matter of time. You're essentially sitting ducks here. Um, You you can't be sitting in this cart indefinitely.
3: Soraya, you said it's like a wall of force, right? Is there someone who'd be able to, like, temporarily drop it and then put it back up if someone could go inside and tell them?
7: Well, I sent the message through my snake machine to be prepared and to let us through, Uh, uh, but I can't see anybody who might let us through.
3: Um... I can misty step, or I could send my familiar inside. She points at a pep. We could go and get someone and get them to let the rest of you in. I don't it's know if certainly worth do a
7: try. I-, I think that's an admirable idea. We're going to need to hide though, whilst we wait for them to do that. Send them on through, and uh, Mirage, uh, can you see anywhere around here? You're good with the survival instincts. Mm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just Mirage, just having a day. <laughs> 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 calmly waits for the cart to stop, little legs swinging where she's sitting, just gets out the cart <laughs> nice and calmly. Okay, so we going to hide and wait. Are we going to hide and prepare to fight?
7: I mean, we should always be prepared, and Zavine, you're going to s- try and send your nice little friend here uh, through, see if we can get some help.
3: Um, I can potentially also go... With him, oh. but I don't want to just abandon you guys. I mean, I can teleport, but only myself. Well, I don't know if. Actually, wait, GM, is this. Because I'm assuming this is just like the Wall of Four spell, which yeah, you can, like, You can, step st- it, you can teleport. It, teleport across across it, yes. Okay.
0: Um, actually, before you teleport either yourself or a pep, um, I need uh, Shadow Beyond the Veil to roll me a religion check. Mm.
2: Let's see if my uh, good rolls continue or not. I rolled a four.
0: Ah, uh, you love to see I'm it, not right? having
2: a great day here. Brain not working <laughs> no. real good.
0: <laughs> uh, I, think, I think just the shock of actually having spoken to your goddess mm. in so long has kind of left you like, whoa. Like you start to think to yourself like, why are these things? These are not clearly not natural things. There's clearly something. I mean, they're undead. They're able to be turned by you. Uh, your goddess is able to to contact you in that in that the hidey hole that you were in that like temple burial place what if those things were there and your goddess is able to contact you there and she's talking about a, a place of shadow or something it's possible that whatever the source of these things is is it is based there like the source of these things presumably is based wherever that temple was Um with five hours. I mean, even with five hours of of time that you're that they've bought themselves, there's hundreds of these things. It's not like they're just going to evaporate in five hours time. So even if the walls come down and you get them to bring the walls, the the wall of force down, you get to go in. Not only are more of them going to get in, but at once the once the wall of force goes down, they either will have to completely evacuate the city and just give up on it or they're going to get ripped to shreds or somebody's got to stop these things. Those are essentially the options that we have here.
4: So two questions mainly for the DM here. Mm -hmm. I know there was a cavern, the tunnel and the tracks and so on. Are there alternative routes that don't lead necessarily back to the city? Um, Or is it just a straight shot from city down the railway and back again?
0: Uh, there are, like, passageways all around. It's a whole network. Mm. So, like, if if you mean you want to get up to the surface uh, and you, uh, or do you want to get back, like, what what passageways are you looking for?
4: Looking somewhere was part of the hiding and waiting and so on, a place mm. that's not just in the middle of the tracks.
0: You 100% can find places. There are so many places.
4: <clears throat> so she's just going to say, and as she is familiar with how this wall works and so on. She said, "Okay, everyone, come closer. Come closer. Come closer. Now, this this is not normally part of the tour, but we are going to now do what I call the hizing part. And you just she's going to do pass without a trace, but it starts as like this prismatic, prismatic like shimmer in the palm of her hand that she normally puts on herself. And Then it just expands around the party to create this veil of shadows. But she's doing pass without a trace around the whole party." For now, she says. so if you'll just follow me, um, hand on shoulders, hands on shoulders, as we could go <laughs> through the track. Okay. Uh, you can discuss your heroics as we get off of the track. Um, and she's just making sure everyone has that bit of extra hidey hole. That's very
6: helpful because I have a disadvantage in all stealth checks, so that's great. <laughs> 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 He's a clanky boy. Boy. <laughs> Um,
0: okay, so are you going to lead everybody off the, off the trackway to try mm-hmm. and hide while they discuss? Okay, mm-hmm. roll, please, a survival check to find a good hiding spot. The higher the roll, the better the hiding spot will be.
4: Time. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eighteen plus my survival, which is five.
0: Twenty-three. Ooh, you find an extremely nice. good hiding spot. Uh, you you find, like, it. Uh, in fact, you why don't you describe for me, with a 23, you can go ahead and describe for me the quality of the hiding spot that you find in these. So she's these finding,
4: caves. like, a, a little nook that's, like, almost like a little side um, room, but it's not a room, it's just the nooks that are normally in these type of caverns and gathers everyone sort of in that way with... Um, telling people how to crouch or not move. She's holding her breath every time Carve just moves just an inch. She <laughs> like, every time.
6: She walks beside
4: Carve. Now what could I walk. One step. Oh, one step. Okay. Next step. Okay. Oh, don't, don't breathe. Don't breathe.
6: Okay. I don't need to breathe. I'm wolf forged. <laughs>
4: exactly. <laughs> um, but she, she finds this, like, cubby hole um it went to the natural occurring rock of this mm-hmm. cavern uh
0: um, all right and
4: then stands at the ready
0: uh we'll say that as you were like helping carfe like nowhere to step onyx was also on his legs like oiling <laughs> up the joints to try and make <laughs> his, as little sound as possible just like running around uh cool so you all pile in um this last uh to pass without trace lasts for an hour right yeah okay everybody roll a stealth check with advantage now that you're all in this amazing hiding space uh and it's going to be also it's a yeah and you get plus 10 you got a plus 10 and to whatever plus you up roll choices.
4: Plus 10. <laughs> <laughs> so technically a 30 <laughs> Raj is invisible oh
6: my lord this is great um, I, rolled, so I used to have it. disadvantage because advantage is I have a flat roll I rolled a nat 1 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. That's an, an 11. 11. But. Uh, do but would you have anything to your 10. decks? Uh, oh, no, that's your 12. I got a plus one instead oh, of so 12. 12. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. That doesn't mean an automatic failure. The The hiding space itself is good enough that it's going to be hard enough for anything to find. What did uh, Budge and. What did Budge and Shadow Beyond the Veil get? Uh, Budge got a 26.
7: I got a 27.
0: Yeah. All right. And so right,
7: twenty-two.
0: Okay, so everybody else is like very well hidden. <laughs> There's like a weird. I will say that Carfi like is just sitting in a, in a position where like part of like one of their legs is like slightly visible from like a weird angle, and like the prism around them is like shimmering. And every once in a while, you'll move, and they'll just be
7: like.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I. I fidget quite a bit. (laughs) 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 But all of you are settled in, ready to make your plan. So all of you are hidden in this nook, sequestered away as best you can. Carfe, maybe not as much as we would have liked, but hey. Uh, this is a very, very good hiding spot, so the odds of something finding you are low. The DC uh, uh, for something finding you is going to be pretty high, uh, and they will also have disadvantage. Um, so, go ahead, and uh, what, what, are, what are y'all going to do? Because uh, I will say, Shadow, you, you with the four, you don't really know what the details are of what's going on there, but I think even with what's going on, it seems like, well, all the weird stuff is coming from there. So. Mm,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, so I think once we're settled in I'll kind of stand up really awkwardly and clear my throat and um, just be like Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news but as a gravekeeper I am somewhat used to conveying it Um, I believe we need to go back into the vault
3: the place where all the scary things are coming from yes cool
2: You may have noticed there were rather a lot of those creatures chasing us, and I do not believe there is a finite amount to them at the moment. This city with the wall of force, it lasts five hours, yes? Once that comes down, they will be vulnerable to the ghouls. We need to stop the ghouls unless... You want the city to become overrun, and the source is in the vault. Uh,
3: I hate that that's such a good
7: point. There are a lot of good people in that city. We need to do what we can to save it.
2: Yes, we did make rather the mistake in not shutting the tomb. As someone who is rather experienced with tombs, you generally shut them when you leave. I'm sorry, that's on me. I should have really...
7: We were all there. We yeah. all, you know, we could have all shut the door if we wanted to, but, well, we were a little Wait. bit shook.
6: Mm. I have a question. Oh, fuck. Um, yes? When I hacked into the door, I have remote access.
8: Have oh. Yeah. oh! Adventure time.
0: <laughs> as, as long as you're within 60 feet of the door, you can
6: open and close feet. it at okay. will. Oh, my uh.
8: God! <laughs> <laughs>
6: When you said that, I was like, "Oh no!" I just remembered.
0: <laughs> Does Carfi voice that, or do you just kind of think about it and then? Hmm. I think,
6: I think there's um, <laughs> like a weird shift in his body, like in his posture. And I think Onyx picks up on it immediately, and just like gives him a look. And Carfi gives Onyx a look, just shakes head, like.
0: There's <laughs> <laughs> just like at. It.
6: Like as you're shaking
0: your head back and forth.
5: Uh, Anybody know a sneaky side route that we might be able to take to uh, avoid detection by these things while we traips our way back there?
0: There's actually a very good route that you have taken because it's it's a, it's actually the closest thing to like one of a fun routes, like a, a route that other people would find fun. Uh, there you found an underwater or an underground cavern with a, basically a lake that you can swim through. It's got it's it, the way that it feels. It seems like it used to be like a stream. And so uh, the area, the tunnel leading down to it is completely smoothed out because it had just been worn there. There, through years of well water running through, uh, it can, almost functions like a slide, and you can swim through this lake. There's a, it's like a series of smaller lakes that you could basically go through. They are uh, filled with magical energy, but nothing that you they have never actually hurt you going into them. Like you can feel a tingle, and every once in a while. You'll be slightly changed for a little bit after you leave, but it's never been anything serious. Uh, And you know that using this network, you probably could come up somewhere on their property uh, because they would have to have like watering holes and stuff probably for some of the hoats to drink.
5: Just remembering the cart, uh, the mine cart. Does that cart look seaworthy? Does it look watertight? (laughs) You think you could make it float? Is there a potential to turn it into a boat?
0: (laughs) You know What? You know what? I think it would take a little bit of a few adjustments, but with the right adjustments, you could probably you might need to get rid of some of the mechanisms and whatnot. But you could put that thing in the water and find a way. If you've had a paddle, you can absolutely use it as a little vessel.
5: (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll suggest I'll bring this up and suggest it to the group. So, uh, yeah, how about that? That'll solve your uh, uh, wetness uh, allergy or whatever it is you got.
2: I just he... despise water.
6: Oh. Um if you do give me some time I could probably make the adjustments to the cart and make it, I suppose lake worthy. I don't know if seaworthy would be very manageable, but anything that doesn't have to do with rough waves. Um should be doable.
4: Would it be a practical thing to try to use a boat when it's the series of different yeah, and is it like, do we on. have to,
3: like, dive under caverns
0: and stuff? Or is there... uh, It's It would not be... You wouldn't have to do a lot of diving. It, basically, you'd have to get up and pick it up and then move it to another, the next one, and then plop it down. Okay. You might. You probably wouldn't be able to take it up with you, but you could, like, take it through the, 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 tu- the network of tunnels and then leave it near, like, the one that you exit to get onto the property. Sounds good. Yes, uh, and you guys are strong that. enough to carry it, for sure.
4: Is that what we're going to get on a boat?
6: Okay. Well, I'm going to need some, maybe five, ten minutes to make it. Wait. Actually...
4: Oh no. A bit. Wait, wait. Are those things in the main tunnel where we left the um cart?
0: You'd have to sneak back and grab it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Okay. So who is here can move very quiet, but is also strong.
5: Uh, I I, I can probably take care of that. Uh, I'm pretty decent uh, at sneaking around, and I'm, I'm pretty strong. If well, anybody I mean. wants to come with me?
7: I mean, I'm not very strong, but I'd sure like to watch. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
5: I like muscles. I think of my elephant <laughs> trunk damn i got pick up my elephant <laughs> trunk arm and do some, like, bicep curls with this, like, elephant <laughs> trunk pulsating. That is
7: quite <laughs> impressive, Mr. <Birch>. <laughs> well, <laughs> Budge.
0: Budge and Soraya, I need you both to make stealth checks. You are still under the Pass Without Trace spell, so you get a plus 10 to these rolls.
5: 27 for
7: Budge.
0: Uh, 25. Ooh. The pair of you slink off together. Uh, does Budge like undergo slight transformations when he sl- when he slinks like this? Because I know he's got animal parts all over.
5: Yeah, he know he has the, the sort of slappy sort of crocodile legs, but you you see them now like turn into something a little bit more sort of leopard like. So these soft padding uh, sort of uh, uh, paws rather than uh, rather than these sort of claws clacking on the ground. You don't
0: hear any of that. Yeah. Nice. nice uh and soraya i feel like is just a, a slither little snake she all is such a slither anyway.
7: slinks everywhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the pair of you slink off There, honestly they can't beat what you got they don't have perception high enough to beat what you guys <laughs> rolled so it's not even a point in rolling you see at certain points some of them like what is even walking by like with its wings across the ground you see that like uh, you know how bats normally have like a, a thumbnail that sticks out like at the top of their uh, the the curve in their wings. Uh, these, instead of like a thumbnail, you see like an actual like humanoid digit extending from the front with, like, a little claw attached to it as it's sort of, like, scrabbling across the ground and, and scraping as these things are walking around. Uh, they're, like, sniffing and looking. They do not notice you with, uh, with as you sneak incredibly well, and also your prismatic, like, oh, you can't even, like, really focus on the person that's there. You sneak all the way back to the cart. You see that there are some, uh, some of these ghouls in the vicinity, but none are, like, currently like watching the cart. Uh, Let me quickly roll something. Okay, yes. Uh, You see that one (laughs) climbs out of the cart and then moves away, but uh, thankfully it moved out before you got there.
7: Um, As Soraya's been moving, because the way that she moves is so slinky and so almost dance-like, Budge gets uh, bardic inspiration.
5: Oh, Wow, so you can just have that just <laughs> got because, some like moves there, fella.
7: she's she's got the moves. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: yeah. Uh, all right. I feel like, you case. might
7: need it in a minute. <laughs> yeah,
5: probably. <laughs> um, uh, Bud responds to try and be impressive in his own way by uh, lifting up the cart. I think he's going to um, try and place it over the pair of them and do the whole you know uh edging along and then put it down yeah. it's just an upturn cut that's all it is And yes. it, yeah, all the way back
0: ah uh, yeah <laughs> yes oh you, you even have Soraya. Soraya snake solid snake Soraya's with you
5: yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I presume I don't have to roll anything for that. I'm sure that will uh, just pan out. So perfectly. pick it up,
0: uh, we'll say roll an athletics check to just pick it up as silently because you you're strong enough to lift it, but just pick it up as silently as possible and place it over the pair of you. Uh, that's a twenty-five for athletics. Ooh, it- you are crushing these athletic I'm checks, and I love it.
5: Checks at <laughs>
7: You are quite the specimen, Mr. Budge.
0: (laughs) I do a couple of like pumps like
7: (laughs) (laughs) she fans herself with a hand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Budge lifts with his haunches, not with his back. Uh, (laughs) You you, like lower the thing above and you guys sneak on back yeah (laughs) (laughs) um I go ahead and roll stealth checks again you still have uh, you still have the plus 10 but you've successfully grabbed the cart Uh, even if something finds you it's just going to be sniffing around the cart uh, that's on top of the pair of you Uh, that's a 23 Uh,
7: that is a 31 that oh, legs. my gosh.
5: Uh, yeah, okay, Budge so momentarily y'all... loses sight of her. Where'd she go? There with him. He's like, where'd you go? Oh, no, i lost her. Oh, damn.
0: <laughs> you all, I'm going to say it takes about 15 minutes to just sneak, grab cart, sneak back. Uh, how many How many games of spades have you all gotten through in that time as, as the cart comes clanking how along? Are we going to row for this? Because I'd love to <laughs> <roll for this. laughs> Yeah. Roll, uh, roll to see. I guess uh, Amaris, Ma- roll to see how many games of spades y'all have gotten through.
4: That's impossible, unless it's going to be fifteen. But that it would just be Maris saying Carfe. This you don't use your mathematical computer's brain. I don't know if Onyx is telling you. You don't just calculate looking at your hands how many books every person has. You have to just think your own.
6: Oh, so I'm not meant to. <laughs> But I'm just using all the tool to an advantage, which includes the ability to calculate exactly. I'm sorry. Should I? Okay. Um, I can. So, play with my Onyx, You come with to that.
4: me, Onyx. The little. buggy, <laughs> you come to me. You come to my shoulder. And-
0: <laughs> yeah, Onyx has been like has also been like sneaking around, telling Carfe what,
6: what other people have, <laughs> and Carfe uh, uh-huh. doesn't even like hide it. He's like, <laughs> "How many do they have?" Okay. <laughs> 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 like he doesn't realize he's cheating, so he does yeah. Anytime
3: Onyx comes near Zavin, is like, "No, you can't look at
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh So that's yeah. You all see the cart, like uh, the cart just moving towards you uh, around the corner <laughs> with a pair of legs underneath it.
4: <laughs> oh, thank goodness! <laughs> we, we'll come back to this. We'll come okay. back to this because they will eat your life at the spit's table. It would oh. be a horrible thing. I, I will get you trained. I will get you all trained very well. Okay. Just look for June, Soraya.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we got the vote.
4: Look to Soraya. Are you
7: okay? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I've been quite impressed by our acquisition of this, and I think we can make it into a bit of a, a vessel that will help us get there. Um, do we need to take any sort of, uh, not a long, but a short rest uh, before we... Tackle this. I was going to ask.
0: This... Yeah, you guys can absolutely take a short rest, uh, regain spell any slot. hit if you get your spell slots back on a short rest. Absolutely. Um, if
7: anybody is uh, spending hit dice, um, I could do a little sign of rest for y'all. Ooh, mm. yeah. Which would be in the form of kind of a little dancy dance.
0: Of- mm. Describe for us the dancy dance that you do for everyone to help them. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Halflings, I would like to thank our sponsor for today, Factor. With the busy season fast approaching, you might be on the lookout for some wholesome, convenient meals for a jam packed days. I know that I do. One of my favorite things about having a ready-to-eat meal kit is the fact that I get a nice variety to my diet. It is so easy when you're busy and you're trying to look for nutritious food to eat to so just eat the same things over and over again. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Factor is here to help you. Skip the next trip to the grocery store, all the chopping and prepping and cleaning too, whilst getting all the flavor, nutrition, and quality that you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes all you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to crushing your day you can choose from over 34 flavor packed meals per week and the calorie smart meals come in at less than 550 calories per serving and if you need a little extra boost in the day there is an assortment of 45 plus add-ons that you can snack on including breakfast items including apple cinnamon pancakes or as we like to call it second breakfast. And just in case you need any more convincing, Factor offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for all of their production sites and offices. Head over to factormealscom slash halflings50 and use the code halflings50 to get 50% off. That's the code halflings50 at factormealscom slash halflings50 to get 50% off. You are so welcome. Enjoy your tasty, nutritious meals. For half price. Go now. What are you doing? Go, 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 go. Run. Go get the meals. Go. Go, go, go. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this Head gum podcast, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So, if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, Solving a problem and you realize that Mm -hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you.
7: It, everything with her is just like, hypnotic so it kind of starts with the shoulders moves down into the hips and you just kind of like find yourself just watching this rhythmic hip dance that's like changing in pace and just like you just feel so relaxed by it because you can't think of anything else whilst you just watch her move in this way that's just just so calming and just yeah it's rejuvenating
0: Awesome, um, and what does that do? Does that it let them roll extra? That means you hit can dice? roll
7: an extra D six. You know the
3: haste like nice. effect that came from shadows. I'm assuming that's gone now because that's been ages. Okay. Uh,
0: that w- that also got had that had been transferred to the cart. Uh, before. Oh, so it
3: wasn't actually on us anymore. Okay.
0: Yeah, it, once you all got in, that was what was powering it. Um, I will need Carfe to roll. Anyone who wants to can help. Uh, uh, also, like. Uh, I think Onyx can give you the help action, actually, to sort of refit this thing, refit this cart uh, to be able to float, at least to be lake-worthy.
6: Yeah. I'll roll that now.
3: Um, Also, at some point, I think in the previous session, we got temporary hit points. I can't remember where they came from or how long
7: they last. Uh, They came from me, um, from Mantle of Inspiration.
6: I assume they disappear off their short rest. I just took them out. Yeah. Yeah.
7: I assume so, yeah. Okay.
0: This is a tools check, so I let you use your proficiency and intelligence. Okay, cool, cool. Ooh, and that twenty, so that's a twenty-seven. Ooh, hey, you know what? Ooh. Describe for me this vessel that you managed to turn. Like how you refit this cart to be because it's it's a straight up old timey mining cart that's a little bit. Mo- it's got like some extra stuff on it that like absorbs the magic and hasn't break. Uh, describe for me
6: how you fully outfit this thing to be at least lake worthy. Um, I think you see like at first he's like kind of welding the cracks and grates that you that we kind of caused from the very rough breaking last time and just reinforcing that and he kind of like stands back and looks at it and just goes i think i could do better and he starts like um almost like removing the parts of it like the front part and um like basically like was it enough so that it's just liquid metal kind of in the joints and then pulls it out and starts shaping it into like an actual little boat. Um and the guy I think goes like full on extreme with it. I think it ends up finishing pretty early. So he just goes like, hey Onyx, do you, wanna, do you wanna add your own touch to it? And Onyx like starts welding in, like, almost basically tagging this bow to it. Like, That's <laughs> welding um their own design into it. It's probably like I think it's, I think it's like almost like a like a silhouette of cafe's like sad profile with onyx on top and i think in the background of it because he's taken such a liking to shadow is the um the scarab that's on shadow's forehead like just behind it um i just right on the front of the of the boat it's almost like the um like the figurehead Uh, of masthead or figurehead Um, yeah figurehead, and he just like stands back and goes i think i'm done I mean, I was done about 10 minutes ago, but I think I'm done. done. (laughs) (laughs) Can it be like a blindfolded, like
0: what are the, like the, like the, you have the blindfolded mastheads or the, the, like it's a scarab. That's like, just like this (laughs) beautiful scarab that's extending from the front. Um,
6: There you go. What is, what is the name of this vessel? What are you calling it? Oh, um, I think it looks everyone else. I've never been very good at um, naming my inventions. Um, So and creation, so do you have any ideas for this? I was just going to call it Prototype 1, but um, that's not very catchy.
0: Onyx looks and then points at shadow. Shadow.
6: The shadow.:
2: Well, I hope that it will move like a shadow. You have certainly prepared a beautiful vessel, Cafe.:
6: Thank you. Honestly, it was a lot of Onyx help. Um, they have an eye for design. Like, uh, Onyx, like, like <laughs> just nods with with their little
0: hands on their sides, or uh, just like, I guess all six arms. Uh, yeah. Still, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you all uh, are able to, you have a vessel now, a beautiful vessel, the likes of which I don't think anyone anticipated you having, uh, but this is great. Um, yeah, uh, you can go ahead, Mari, if you're ready and start leading people over to the, the entrance.
4: Okay, about how long did that take?
0: Uh, this short rest with everything, I would say it probably took about, uh, we'll say that it took an hour, all told with a short rest and all of the different things makes sense yeah i
3: think during that time after zavine's had her short rest she would still ritual cast water breathing just in case anyone falls out of the boat uh that for 24 hours they can breathe underwater because <laughs> it cost me nothing to ritual cast it. It's 10 minutes it's fine
4: <laughs> um, um and mari has been finished like she already had her undercut um basically corn road but Mm. right now she's finished braiding the rest of
8: her
4: (laughs) (laughs) she's lost the cowboy hat she's put on the scarf she's just Mm -hmm. watching i don't understand why it has a figurehead it's a lake but it's okay it's amazing it's amazing I don't think it's s- sneaky.
6: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were aiming for sneaky. I just thought I thought I might as well go all mm-hmm. out. Um.
4: It's beautiful. You be proud. Be proud of your work. Okay, we're going this way. <laughs> just follow, follow. Just does anyone need anything? I have some coconut oil. I have two more scarves.
6: I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs>
4: Onyx
3: I does do take a little
0: dab of coconut oil and rub it. A
4: pep would like a little scarf.
0: <laughs> and I
6: think Does a Pep, I think I think pep was, might be? Cafe was watching Amari do this to their pep hair pep and he was just like, Why does this remind me of something? I <laughs> I'm remembering a past life, but I can't put my finger on it.
4: <laughs> Make sure to give a scarf to Pep and a little dab <laughs> of coconut oil to
0: uh that's awesome can a pep have have the scarf tied like um like tupac used to have his scarf tied around his head (laughs) 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 with a little ceilophysis with a a tupac scarf
3: pep look thinks he looks very handsome
0: (laughs) he starts like preening and like uh, like showing strutting his stuff (laughs)
3: <laughs> she's like yes you look amazing
0: we gotta sneak over here now uh pass without trace would have ended by this point uh do you intend to recast it uh, if you even can i think you can uh or are you just gonna basically hope you don't run into anybody on the way
4: the, the car component makes her nervous so she just, <laughs> yeah. just continues
8: yeah,
4: pass without a, a trace again um Simply because of that, and because there's no other reason why she need all these magic Um And she'll lead the way. She so said, Okay, I'm going this way.
0: I need everybody to roll stealth checks. Uh, you said pass, you passed without trace again? Yes. Okay, so everybody gets a plus 10 to this. Good.
6: <laughs> Is it an advantage, or was that just that one time?
0: Um, I will, you know what? I'm going to say that Onyx is going to try and give you advantage. So it's going to be a flat roll. <laughs> Onyx oils all of your joints with coconut oil to try and help you move more silently.
6: Thank you. I, I'm squeaking considerably less. I, I rolled a 26.
1: Ooh.
4: Mm. <laughs> math is tricky. So this is 19
0: plus 5. Is even 24. 24. So 34? Yeah, 34. Damn. Nice. Mari, where did you go? Where
4: <laughs> With, uh, <laughs> okay,
0: <there you> go. <laughs> uh so everybody go ahead and so mari got a thirty four uh uh carfe got a twenty six what did yeah. budge get uh twenty eight okay twenty eight what did uh shadow get
5: sixteen
0: okay sixteen what did uh what did zaveen get
7: uh twenty one
0: okay, and what did Soraya get
7: at twenty six
0: okay right, so uh you all sneak off along the way you see, a uh, Shadow, you see that one of these things that has been sneaking around seems to see you, flies towards you, and cracks its head on, like, on, like, a, a cave thing, uh, completely disorients itself, and, like, slinks away in another direction. Rolled a natural two on its perception. So, just, uh, just bleeding profusely from this humanoid face, forehead, and just slinks off into the, into the gloom. You all make it as quickly and silently as you possibly can, to the entrance, which is kind of like, basically it's like a circular hole in the side that seems to slope down. It's essentially a water slide at this point.
8: <laughs>
0: yeah!
8: Amazing! Fun! <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh You all slide on in. Uh, I, I assume you slide in like with the boat, so you're like, it, you push the boat and just...
8: Whoosh.
0: Uh, it knifes through the water. I'll say Onyx and a pet both put their hands up in the air as you're going down the hill. Uh, the, you guys whoosh, slide smoothly into the water. Here's what I need is just to see how long, how quickly you're able to make it there. This is like weird side shortcuts. Uh, try to, you know, sail through stuff. Uh, I need a survival check again from Mari just to see how effectively you're able to guide them there.
9: And also, I just
6: realized, um, I don't know if he ever said it, like, actually said it in this session. We did in the, obviously, in D&D celebration. But, like, Onyx is the scarab's name, the golden scarab beetle. That um, Yes! Onyx making. is the little scarab, scarab beetle. Can they make that connection? Yes. Um, yeah, Onyx is the scarab beetle, for everyone who's imagining that.
0: Mm. I'm going to say you make it there in 45 minutes, which means you have, uh, I will say, you made it to the entrance, we'll say, in five minutes. You got 10 minutes as you like make it to where you can see there are there's like some uh some brush cuz they do grow crops here. This is a hole that kind of exits like at the edge of one of their fields uh and you can go ahead and climb up and leave the the boat down here. There are no ghouls down here. You imagine if they're free long enough, maybe a couple of them will find their way down through those. And actually, I didn't even describe the water. Uh the water itself is it's like that same blue that you see um <clears throat> Oh, if any of you have ever seen 127 Hours, when they find that lake, that's uh, like this really bright, beautiful yeah. blue. It's mm. like that, but like fill it—it glows, and the whole uh, the whole um, underground area. Even though there's like no light coming down here, the light from the water itself is bringing is like lighting all of these caverns uh it's absolutely gorgeous i don't think any of you actually have to touch the water but if you did you'd feel like a weird tingling sensation because this water is also magically irradiated
6: i want to bottle it can i just bottle some water <laughs> absolutely yeah you can whoop, take, a, get, take a like, little little flask. little flask from my side and just like just scoop up some water and plug it up and pit. Him at Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, while Carface is bottling the water, Shadow is very much just ducked down in the boat <laughs> just like <laughs> pulling her hood over just like I hate this. I hate this. I what touched me. I hate this.
8: <laughs>
0: Sorry about that, back then. Uh, um, uh, as a joke, Onyx, like, starts dripping. Like, he takes oh a little no. bit of water like to oh, drip it, like, uh,
2: Tiny God, why do you forsake me so? <laughs> uh,
0: he lets out a little mechanical laugh. Like uh, Falls over laughing. So, you all have arrived at the exit. Uh, you can... Like, I think with your sense of direction, you pretty much uh, are able to figure out, like, okay, roughly how to get there from here. It's an issue of just getting there. Um, as, like, you emerge, like, your little heads peer out, uh, you can you have some cover afforded, so you're not, like, in danger of immediately being spotted. Uh, you can tell that a lot has happened here. You could see some dismembered hoat carcasses. Uh, you can see that there were some... Probably a couple of ranchers who have perished. You can see a number of dead ghouls lying around. Uh, it looks like a whole lot of ammunition has been discharged around here. Uh, you can see, like, a lot of spent uh, shells, some dropped equipment. Um, you, yeah, you. it's chaos. You can probably hear shooting off in the distance and screams from time to time. Uh, as people, the last, the I guess the survivors or those who've stuck around uh, are still battling these ghouls. And you know that there's probably, like you can occasionally hear the sound of flapping wings and the moaning uh, echoing through this huge cavernous area.
4: So I think this is a cautionary tale. Anytime you are hired to go get some free tech, oh, it's old and it's free. You can go find it in this hidey hole map. Maybe not the best idea because we might unleash an ancient evil that is hell-bent on destroying everything, including killing these precious hoots.
6: I am very upset about the hoots. I didn't consider that. Hey, in my experience,
5: ancient evil is only unleashed maximum 50% of the time. All right, so it was a gamble, you know? so You just gotta decide whether you're willing to take it. Didn't pay off this time. <laughs> Let's get that door shut, huh?
6: Start them being produced? Yes. That is a yeah, good like-
5: question. Uh. Hey, okay. the roots,
7: so to speak.
5: Uh, Shadow, you're, you're familiar with this kind of uh, ooky stuff. Uh Do you think they're kind of like ants or something? Do you think they have a queen? That maybe we can, I don't know, hold hostage, get them to come back, shut the door on them?
2: If I could hazard a guess... The thing that was giving birth in the middle of the vault is probably the queen, if they were to have one. It's it's not an image that is leaving my mind anytime soon.
3: Okay, so here's a suggestion. She was, like, birthing all of them. So, like, if we killed her slash it, then we there wouldn't be any more of them than there are now.
0: Yes, that's that's true. Uh, roll, I guess, here's what I will say. Ro- uh, Zavine, roll an Arcana check. Uh, and actually, Carfe, roll an Arcana check. And Shadow, roll a Religion check. The 26. Hey, I actually nice.
2: rolled something that
0: isn't a one. Uh, 15. <laughs> hey! <laughs> okay, so we'll start with Zavine. Zavine, it occurs to you that, like, they're in that chamber... There was a feeling that was reminiscent of a feeling that you haven't felt in quite a while. It was a feeling that you used to get uh, back home. In certain spots, whenever you would go closer to the Iteru, the great river that your your hometown was near, uh, kind of, and like, especially when you go to the western bank, and you'd find all those little jump pockets, like the little spots where you could step through and then arrive a few feet later, like instantly, uh, there, there was always you used to uh, be able to find them using detect magic, but there was always like a weird feeling around them. And when you moved to Al to study, uh, you then realized they were like bursting with conjuration magic. But you weren't sure what exactly. Like it seemed like it was some kind of teleportation, but you never got a chance to study this up close. I will say the inside of that chamber is reminiscent of, like, the feeling in it is reminiscent of your home. Um, Carfe, you rolled a 26. Okay, so this this chamber is 600 to 700 years old. Uh, However, it still has technology inside of it. You don't know how long these things have been appearing there in that chamber. Uh, It might be worth... If you could access – because if there was technology in there that was still functional on some level, you could probably interface with it to try and see what the room was meant for, maybe what its whole deal is. If there's something – like if the room has a record, like maybe this is is like a curse or something, who knows. Uh, But it would be like if you could get in there and hook yourself up to the interface, you could probably sense something. Um, and then shadow uh you got a fifteen I think um for you what you're reminded of with all of this undead are creatures of the they're i guess the the there's an idea that like if uh, celestial and like living things are are associated with like radiant energy, undead things are associated with necrotic energy and necrotic and death that reminds you of the the afterlife, uh, especially since you know that capera. Uh, used to, or has historically dwelled in sort of, like, the transitional stage where the god Rey would pass through sort of, like, every night. The uh, the, the belief is that Rey, as the sun sinks, passes through this place and then rises with the next morning, mirroring the way, uh, or more accurately, the dead uh, pass through the same place, mirroring that journey that Rey takes, Rey being uh, the great god of the sun, uh, and the... The place that they pass through is known as uh the realm of Sokar. There's it's like a large complex uh kind of pyramid pyramidal with like steps and inside of it there's all these labyrinthine twists and turns and different places and challenges that they have to get through. Uh Kepera, like that that place is a place of powerful necrotic energy because you know it's the realm of the dead. Uh it's possible that Kapera is in some way, since normally she dwells there, it's possible that she's still there. And because if, if she was there before, then, she, you know, makes sense that she's there now. But if she's able to speak to you and isn't able to speak to you in other places, that would be an indication that there's maybe a like that. Th- it's more easy to access that realm, uh, the realm of the afterlife, death uh, in that chamber than in other parts of Utaram. and I think that's what you would get from that.
6: If we do get down to the caverns and the tomb, I could possibly look for some technology that is there and hook up to it and see where exactly the room was originally for. And that might give us some insight on how to stop that. Um, it could be an incubator of sort, for example. And if it is, then I could find figure out a way to make it inhospitable for anything and everything in it.
3: So I, I have an odd potential theory that might line up somewhat with that, which is that like so back home i lived along the ataro river where there's like all these what i ended up calling jump pockets where you can just like jump into different uh basically time periods and things because where we live uh time is like really really sped up so uh the air but the areas around us it's not so much so you can just like jump between them and the chamber down there kind of has like a similar energy to it these like sort of portals almost. And I'm wondering whether that queen thing, if we want to call her that, isn't just birthing these things, but whether there's some kind of like teleportation or conjuration magic involved and these things are coming from somewhere else that we need to cut them off from this world or dimension or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It's just a working theory. I never quite got the chance to study this as much as I wanted to.
2: It's interesting that you say the word portal uh, I have a feeling my goddess uh, Kappara spoke to me when we were in the vault, and I haven't heard from her in a very, very long time. She mentioned she was trapped in a place of shadows, and I wonder if there is a portal now in that vault to the realm of Sokar, in other words, the afterlife. And that would make sense given the number of undead pouring forth from that chamber.
3: And that means that these people aren't just, they haven't like warped people who were alive, they've taken people who have died and turned them into these things.
7: Exactly. I recognised a great deal of those faces coming out of there. People I'd known many years that passed and there were their faces right again.
4: Yeah, yeah, okay.
7: This is starting to make a bit of sense, it's starting to make a bit of
4: sense. Meanwhile, Marie is talking to Monsieur Bouge. But if it's still a 50% chance that you do not give your money, to that, <laughs> why do you still take this chance? This is why I do not gamble. I am good at cards. But if there is this percentage chance I do not get the money that I have given, have I not wasted my money?
0: <laughs> There's like a long...
5: How's that tumbleweed down here? i <laughs> just thinking.
4: It's Subterranean tumbleweed. Subterranean flows <laughs> in the dark.
5: <laughs> Subterranean tumbleweed just blowing, rolling by. Uh, uh, d- yeah, that went had... over my head. Did <laughs> okay, okay.
4: yes, you say 50% chance of unlimited evils? But if yeah. I get... The job, That's
5: not an exact number, uh, oh. I have to say. I want to clarify that. I haven't kept count. Okay. Oh. Um, but this one looks like it's maybe 100% uh, uh, unfathomable evil. Uh, uh, this particular expedition has ended up in a 100% chance, as in it's already happened. Uh, so maybe so, uh, it's the
4: quality of the map. If the quality <laughs> of the map is not high quality, perhaps the risk of danger for you is higher.
5: I don't think the unfathomable, unspeakable evil demon things would Really consider the map quality a factor when they were moving into this place.
0: <laughs> At this point, Onyx has come over to the rest of you and been like, Should "We just go." Like, just basically, just like
8: <laughs>
0: you, you all see that way off. You can see like it's within with within like seeing distance. Uh, you can see the entrance to the guardhouse that that was uh, was built in front of the Heidi hole. And you see a little mound of earth, a familiar mound of earth in front of that, suddenly get disturbed as a knoll sits up, sort of like... <coughs> Spits oh, yeah. out some dirt, rubs its eyes, and starts to like look around groggily. Uh, you can see he's badly burned. Uh, he, it's way off, like a good hundred and fifty feet away. But this guy has no idea what has gone on here. Uh, you don't know what became of uh, Buto. Who knows what happened to Buto? Because he ran off. Uh, but this his buddy with who had previously had. You see that as he's moving, he starts to like and put put like reach and then like (gasps) and then start digging through the dirt uh what what the rest of you like to do uh go ahead i feel like
4: this is our fault i feel like this is like we should start making a means for everything else that we have done and just hello to monsieur i don't know this one's name (laughs) i didn't remember
6: his name either um but yes no you're you're right um, I burnt him very badly. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them were definitely at least above third degree burns.
0: Uh, I don't think Butoh told you his name. I think Butoh told, Butoh Wells told you his name, the the satyr, but he ran off. I don't think he told you the other one's name.
6: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, I, I do think it'd be, we should at least, the very least, um, let him know what's going on. And maybe he can help us.
4: Looks right, Soraya.
6: Soraya, uh, yeah. yes, you're good with your words.
7: I can certainly try to, uh... Get him more on our side. We could definitely do with some extra allies. We're going up against something pretty big.
4: Maybe tell him to run very nicely. Now that he does not yeah. have any obstruction, he probably can run much faster. Of course. Okay. Uh, well, uh, shall we approach? Yes. Sir.
7: Here. Believe yes. In you.
0: <laughs> Uh Everybody roll me stealth checks to cover this distance as stealthily as possible. Uh, Pass Without Trace okay. is still up. I'll say that 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 whole the, conversation took like five minutes. Okay.
6: Nice. Oh hell yeah! Can and he?
0: uh, Onyx is once again going to help you roll with advantage. In fact, a pep can help you roll with advantage. Now that I think about it. Oh, can he? Yeah, because he can give you advantage on things. He can take the help action. Yeah.
3: Uh, well that roll was much worse um, <laughs> That's 27 <laughs> That's 27 <Yeah. laughs> The best role
0: We'll there. say that he tries to like throw some of his f- Little dinosaur feathers Underneath your shoes to like soften yeah. your footsteps <laughs> like, But instead you start to slip And it's like no 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 no
4: 34
0: <laughs> Okay
2: uh, 21 <laughs> I'm in the 20s He's <laughs> yeah. gradually
6: coming up let's go <laughs> Alright 28
7: soraya
0: okay so uh you all start sneaking sneak sneak sneaking along uh and uh soraya i guess you're kind of in the lead so that you can approach yeah. this knoll gentleman uh i'll say he's sort of turned towards you but his hands <coughs> are behind his back he seems to be grunting working on something immediately behind his back kind of like th-
8: oh um, that stick
0: as you <laughs> you can see just uh you can see a flash of metal just disappear uh as it like moves <laughs> upwards uh and then he <sighs> and it's like he seems to be having the shake he seemed to, to be having the shakes there for a minute and then just like okay
7: okay okay And as that wave of um, goodness uh, rolls over them, I am going to come straight in with Charm Person.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's to roll a save. Um, (laughs) That's a natural eight. It doesn't even matter what the DC is. There's no way he's beating it. Yeah, not with an eight.
7: (laughs) Oh, hi there. You seem to be a little calmer than when we saw you before. How are you doing,
0: sweetheart? Oh. Oh, Miss Soraya well, uh, you know, I'm not feeling... My head hurts, and I'm in a lot of pain. I have... I can't really remember what happened. I'm missing a lot of fur. Oh, you
7: child. Uh, yes, it was a a situation where you actually needed to get (laughs) rid of that fur so you could be more at one with yourself. You went through this whole process. It's probably better you don't remember it. Huh. Yeah.
0: Uh, and
9: you, you were helping
7: me? We were helping you, me and my companions here. We were there to help you through that struggle in that moment. It it seems like the, uh, the addiction that you're trying to get through, it, it took over. And my <laughs> sweetheart, we uh, did our best to be there for you. Uh, it's a very new technique, uh, burying you and removing your fur. Anyway.
0: Roll deception, but you have advantage, I think, because you're charmed. charmed.
7: Uh Advantage on deception. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Where do you go, you tipsy little deception? Where is it? Oh, it's it's alphabetical. Cool. Um... (laughs) I'm clever Uh, that is uh, 19
0: okay he's going to try and see through we're just gonna roll with an actual physical die (laughs) Uh, so there's a pause for a moment he says wait a minute if y'all was helping me why did the stick come out who took the stick out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's going on here? Why are there home parts all flash. over the place? Okay, where now, is everybody? calm down.
7: Calm down. Okay, Matthew. Well, we're not quite sure where he's gone. See, things got a bit crazy and uh either You're going to need to help us right now, sweetheart, because uh, something has escaped and it's pretty serious, or you need to get yourself to safety. And I will forgive you if you do not want to help us. That is okay. You've been through a lot today, okay? Now, I'm so glad you got that stick back up there. (laughs)
0: he's he's (laughs) you see that he'd been fumbling like kind of groggily for his guns because he has two revolvers uh he's like he's got his hands on both of them and he's like i can't imagine what kind of creature would be so terrible that i would ever want to work with you and as he's saying this who rolled a 21 on stealth uh shadow you happen to lock, like, as you're just sort of looking around, you lock <laughs> eyes with, I'll say it's a teenagery type face, but, like, a real <laughs> douchebag, like, daredevil, okay. oh, yeah, teenager-y-like <laughs> face that is attached to a long, <laughs> uh, nasty, just- hairy, black uh, bat body, and it locks eyes and goes... Oh, <laughs> with you and takes off and starts to fly in your direction, uh, oh, no. just as he's like, I don't care to imagine what kind of creature would ever make me wanna. Let's run! Uh, <laughs> and, he turns,
6: and he runs into the guardhouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess he run off though, right?
2: Yes, I choose to run. run off. Yes, yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
0: uh you managed to close the door on this thing right as it just (laughs) into the door uh its head like comes through the glass but the rest of it is like stopped and it's like does this this douchebag face uh looking at all of you Uh, you see the entrance to the hidey hole yeah it's i'll say it has like a real like um you get the sense that that when this person was alive they were probably named something like lance you know what I mean It's like frost <laughs> even the ears have frosted tips yeah uh, it's just not a, it's
6: not a good look oh,
3: yes.
6: not a good look <laughs> his name was probably like actually like Frederick but he, he asked his friends to call him Lance I think he was like I don't like that name call me call me Lance <laughs>
3: Mm,
8: yeah,
6: exactly. Definitely named Frederick, <laughs> but just wanted
0: to be called Lance.
3: Lance. Yeah, I'm literally just picturing Andy Sandberg and like, I think it's, like, yes. whatever season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. where they go and live in Florida and he gets
0: rusted. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as you're all running away into the hidey hole, um, what, what would you all like to do now that you've made it into the guardhouse? The entrance to the hidey hole is right there. You don't know how many of these things might still be in there, uh, but... In fact, actually, Budge, roll me a history check.
5: Okay. Uh, Unless I have a minus on
0: history, which I do. (laughs) Uh, That's a 17. Okay. Okay, Budge. You recall one of the last things that Butoh said. In fact, the thing that alerted all of these ghoul things to your presence. He was yelling about the ghouls and yelling about the silencer suits In the cabinet, he's like, we can't you can't clean in here without the the silencer suits. They're in the cabinet. You can't go in here without them.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the cabinet and put one on and people can see.
0: Um, Uh, Yeah, it's like it's a full on basically what it is. It's sort of like a vest that you put on with like multiple packs on it. And essentially this vest has been infused with the silence spell so that it emits uh, sort of like a five foot radius silence around you so that you can't make any sound. It has a downside of preventing you from hearing sounds, but uh, you can't make sound when it's turned on. So it's extremely good for uh, stealth. Not great for perception, but extremely good for Would
3: stealth. Would spell still be able to cast their spells if they were wearing?
0: It? No. You'd have to, you'd have to deactivate Ooh, it. You'd have to, you can yeah. put it on, but you'd you have to deactivate it.
4: Okay.
3: You
0: have any... <laughs> Looking at all my yeah, spells. Which verbal. One?
3: Verbal. Verbal. Yeah. Yeah. verbal. Almost verbal. all of them have
0: verbal components.
4: Yeah, Invisible with <laughs> 30-something stealth, but she followed behind everybody, and then she's just going to look to their no friend, and, like, you know, one moment she's not there on the neck, she just kind of taps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> His butt is clenched right now. <laughs> <he's, laughs>
4: hold it, hold it, hold it. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you this holds the, the coconut oil in a scarf because you look like you're in a sort of pain. And I'm going to encourage you to hide here until it is safe and then to leave. And then give him a little business card that's just a mirage kind of image. (laughs) I'm going to compensate you for whatever therapy or medical assistance you will need after this. Because Mm -hmm. you did not ask for this day. I did not ask for this day. I am also having a day that is just not what I asked for. But you don't deserve to be eaten.
0: He starts to tear up. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I didn't ask for none of this. <clears throat> i'm just a man trying to make my way in this world everything's gone crazy and i'm just look I'll, I'll do my best for for mr for mr bass and i i thank you thank you so much and he like takes a knee uh, and he as he takes the knees
3: <clears throat> okay we're good <laughs>
0: He Takes your hands, uh, clasps both your hands with part one paw, slight like partly hairless now, uh, and he's like, "I'm gonna use this this oil and wear this bandana." Okay, I won't go into details, but thank you,
8: bless you, <laughs> Miss
0: Mirage. Uh, she like looks at the card and then shakes your hand and kisses kisses your hand, and says, "I'll keep guard on the door." Uh, and he's like y'all get it get hit in there the the he, the chad uh oh, the, excuse me i'm i just called it the chad let's call it the lance the lance yes. uh the lance ghoul is still kind of oh. he just sort of walks over puts the mouth of one of his revolvers in the mouth of the Lan- uh, the in the lance bass and just or the lance bass. he does not shoot lance bass he, sho- <laughs> he shoots the lance ghoul Bass is, it actually seems like a perfectly fine guy, but
2: <laughs> Lance <Gould> just <laughs> No disrespect.
0: Yeah, no disrespect to Lance Bass uh, <laughs> and shoots the Lance uh, shoots the Lance Gould. it like slumps to the ground, its head sort of still in the, sticking through the door and the body just sort of sagging uh, and he's like go on, do what you need to do and starts pouring out some of the coconut oil <laughs> Uh, so who is putting on silencer suits? Uh, there are oh. enough for all of you. Yeah, Carfay definitely is. Uh. Mm, yeah, get that boy in it.
8: <laughs>
3: Did you say that we were, we are able to like deactivate them in order to like cast a spell?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's an action mm. to turn it on and off. In fact, I'll make it a bonus action just to be nice because okay. you're just flipping a switch. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Um,
4: Savine will wear one then. Benefit yeah. of them
0: uh it basically casts the silence spell in a five foot radius around you which means that nothing can hear you and you also can't hear anything else
4: yeah mari one probably these suits are way too big for her but also (laughs) because she relies on that so much she's like okay everyone you put these on i will be the one who listens
7: yeah i think soraya doesn't (laughs) Like, it, it, she's like, oh, no, uh, I need to be able to hear everything, you know, use my voice. But also she just doesn't really like the colour and how it kind of, like, just, like, not look quite right on her. She doesn't want to ruin her outfit.
0: Mm. Uh, just destroys the silhouette. Destroys yeah,
7: the Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just it's just just the glamour would be gone.
0: Mm.
7: And meanwhile, takes <laughs> off the
3: big oversized, like, bright orange Glittery coat, and then puts the suit on, and then puts the coat back over. The top it. <laughs> so
8: yeah. it's yeah. just now like sitting like up the here. Suits a little
3: bit bulky. It actually fits her a bit better now. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> the
7: coat. dedication to the look, I respect that, Zavine. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, you all sneak into the room. Uh, those of you who have uh, silence suits on can go ahead and roll. We'll say you have one minute left of Pass Without Trace, so you can roll these with advantage uh, if you've turned on the silencers. Uh, and those of you without can just roll with the Pass Without Trace, so you still get the plus 10.
3: 22.
6: <laughs> okay. I am so... Okay, so I, I don't have Pass Without Trace, right? Or do I still have it? Yeah, we still have it. We still have it? Okay, even if mm-hmm. you have the C yeah. on? Okay, cool. Well, I rolled a two... Um, so that's a 12. <laughs> well, 13, right, what though? Did you you, you get a plus oh, one. Oh, 13, yeah. So I keep forgetting to yeah. add a one. Yeah, 13. <laughs> okay. Is that
3: with Ooh. advantage?
6: Yeah, except I, a dis- oh, no, I wait, disadvantage. Because you have... Yeah, 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 yeah. He's <laughs> clanky. Well, the good news
0: is <clears throat> things in terms of that use hearing to hear you are... It's not even disadvantage. They can't hear you. So it's just seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else?
8: Uh,
2: I that's- actually rolled a natural 20. Woo! Uh,
7: I got 33 in total nice
0: Uh, Budge what Uh, are we looking at 29 for Budge ooh Uh, Soraya what do we got
7: (coughs) Uh, 30 total dude this this is is club, I love it
0: so you all sneak in uh, the, there's a part where uh, I think as you enter the room Carfie, you trip and fully sprawl out but it makes no sound so yeah. it catch, it's like a very visual thing so if something happened to be looking at you then it would be very conspicuous but otherwise it's like a silent just onto the ground uh, you see that Onyx is silently laughing
6: in between checking to make sure you're okay He's silently cursing just just the foulest words to ever ever have left his mouth, but no one can hear it, so... (laughs) um so you once again see the
0: room the the disgusted i forgot to mention the smell has kind of had eked out kind of into the guardhouse as well the gate the the guardhouse there uh it's still very nasty uh you can see that most of them seem to have left like you don't see as you just look at the ceiling there are not nearly as many of those lumps as you saw up there but you do see uh one rather large looking lump uh the same lump that you saw the 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 giving birth earlier it has not moved uh it's still just kind of there um what would you all like to do the the there are still piles also of gear if any of you if those of you who hadn't stolen things before want to fill your bags because i think budge and yeah, i didn't get me yeah. in yeah and i don't remember if shadow or zavine no. got a whole lot i think zavine got some stuff
3: uh, Zavine, was the one who like went in and started being like, "That's yeah. valuable, that's valuable." So mainly, Zavine and Carfe, I think, were
0: the ones who picked up stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did Sor- yeah. Soraya? Did you get anything?
7: No, well, I didn't have a, I don't have a bag of holding. Uh, ah. I just uh, grabbed all those letters from before, which Soraya has been kind of like occasionally thinking about, but knowing that like she can't look at just now because there's other things to do
0: yes I mean here's the thing as people are fanning out around the room to go take care of things uh, I, you technically do have a moment most of your uh, companions are completely silenced and very distracted if you wanted to sneak a quick peek at the, at the letters from the file you probably Probably could get away with a little yeah. Well, yeah, I think, yeah,
7: walking into that room. She's walked past where she got the file. She's been reminded of them. So, yeah, she's going to have a little sneak peek just, just in case there's something useful.
0: Okay. Um, you sort of slide the letters out a little bit. you got, like, a whole stack of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that the one on the front uh, in a child's handwriting says, Mommy.
7: Uh, she, like, takes a sharp intake of breath and her, te- her eyes start to well up a bit mm. um, she puts it away she can't look at it
0: okay um, as you, like, slide them, th- as you're, like, putting them back in, you see that as they go through, like, as uh, as the stack goes deeper, you see they continue to say mommy, mommy, eventually switches to mom, then finally see uh, mother, and the very last one that you slide in uh, says Miss Soraya Rakiza." as you slide it in with a- an adult's handwriting. Uh, slide it back into your pack.
7: Yeah, that is, like, a dagger to her heart. She's wishing she hadn't looked.
0: Mm. Uh, while this is happening, Carfe, uh, I guess the main three who had discovered things about this place were Carfe, Shadow, and Zavine. Uh, is there any, wh- what would you three like to do, each of you to follow up on what you had sort of realized before?
3: Um, I think Zaveen would have probably uh the time before they went in i hope that's okay to to ritual cast detect magic um because you said that it was yeah you could have ritual casted yeah, it was casted. with detect magic that she figured out the stuff about the like jump pockets back home so i think she's going to like try to feel for the same kind of magic and then like zone in on that if she finds it
0: okay um, as you turn on, I, I think you would turn, I will say that you cast it while, uh, while Mari and Budge were kind of having their debate, uh, over, <laughs> over the odds. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> how, what does it look like when you cast detect magic? Like how, what's, what's the effect look like?
3: As she, as she finishes, uh, casting it as a ritual, all the little, cause she has like Sort of amethysts that grow out of her skin down like the side of her head and down her neck and arms and stuff um, from her like earth genasi side. I think all those crystals start to glow a little bit with the magic as she casts it, and then her purple eyes just sort of like glow all purple as she kind of like waves a hand in the air. And she, as she sees it, she's sort of seeing everything through like the colors of the types of magic that they are. But to everyone else, it's just like, oh, she looks a bit weird.
0: Mm. <laughs> Um, I think as you're looking around, we'll say that like the colors appear like gemstones Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll say that you see the familiar emerald glow of conjuration magic permeating this room. Mm -hmm. And you see like there in the air, there are spots of it that seem to glow particularly bright uh, as if it's you're reminded of like looking at a sieve. Or, like, something that's permeable. It's like, because they, it, they, it, they don't look like solid balls of this energy. They look like they're emanating this energy. Like, holes through which this energy is coming through. Huge amounts of conjuration magic.
8: Oof.
0: <laughs> All through this room. Um. What would uh, Carfe like to do?
6: Um, he's going to look for anything that looks like it's, um, I guess, from here. Like, anything, any technology that's built into the wall or or anything like that. It's mm. so anything that you can plug him like, hook up to and see if there's any kind of database or history of whatever this room
0: was um, or used to be. There are, like, there are... Uh... I think I described carvings of, like, great exploits that all seem to be being done by, like, one particular person who seems to be very powerful and important. Um, There, I will say, along the lines, you can, or excuse me, along the floor, you can see that there are, like, grooves that have been carved in. Uh, Presumably, you can guess, like early conduits for magic like uh, when they were first building the closest thing to like wires that they would have yeah. had they uh, several of them are leading to one uh stone structure that's like a good 25 or a good we'll say a good 30 feet into the room that has on it a the the shape of a person lying in repose uh, they okay. d- the person does not resemble the the guy who's like the man who's on all of these walls. Uh, instead, um, very quickly roll on the race chart to see what race this person resembles. Oh, um, was that D one hundred? It's a D. Oh, it's a D twelve and a D four. Twelve. Okay,
6: D twelve. Where did I go? There it is. D twelve and a D four. Okay. So eight for the D twelve and i believe that's a one yeah one for the d4 all
0: right you see this the carving of a loxodon an elephant person in like these beautiful robes uh like lying flat with it with its uh, big elephant hands pressed together over its chest as it's lying on the ground, it looks like they're looking, even as you look at it though, you can see that there are the same lines around the eyes and like in all, in some of like the wrinkles on the trunk, it looks like there are conduits for magical energy in this thing as well. You probably could hook yourself up to this and tap into something.
6: Yeah. I think he's going to go and do that. He's going to head over with Onyx probably on his shoulder right now. Um, and go and see what he can figure out by hooking up to it. Um, I think All kind of like, right. can I tell, um, before I do that, can I tell, was this here when this team was created? Like, is it the same age as what a team looks like? Or does it look newer or It looks older? old.
0: It looks old. Older. This okay. thing does.
6: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he'll walk over it to it and kind of like, kind of walk to it and like place his hands on either side of its temples, like on his head mm-hmm. and see if we can hook up to it. Okay.
0: Roll an Arcana
6: check. My kind is good. Um, that is a, I say twenty-four. Ooh, destroy the DC. The DC was fifteen. <laughs>
0: uh, you <laughs> place your hands over it. As you do, and like you're like reaching out, you see some of the lines start to like glow. You don't hear them glow, but you see the glow faintly. Uh, I will we'll say that they glow silver. Uh, as your hands go over them, and it's like i think those of you who are looking at carfay see their eyes start to like like it's like the the things start to shudder up and down almost as if you're having like rapid eye movement uh like as you're you're like your vision goes away and all you hear in your mind in kind of like a uh, it's uh, garbled is not the word. It's like um, when you listen to if you ever listen to the song Iron Man by Black Sabbath, and you hear the I am Iron Man effect. Like, it, and it's very they it clearly spoke through some kind of like phaser or vocoder or something. Yeah. It's very much like a, a robotic. Uh, you hear the voice say, "Hello and welcome to the great tomb of the King Uzermatre." I am the Grand High Vizier, Pnahotep, and I will be your guide as you spend time and pay tribute to the great god king himself. Uh, And we'll jump from that over to uh, over to Shadow. Shadow, what are you doing at this moment?
2: I think quite simply, um, I don't have a spell or a feature for it, but um, I would just like to try and commune with Kefara because obviously this is where I heard her voice last. So I would try and just put my hands in prayer and shut my eyes and, and, and send out a prayer and, and mm. ask for her guidance.
0: Uh, what skill would you say is most associated with your connection to the divine for you?
1: Because hmm. oh. ordinarily,
0: I'd say religion, but religion is an intelligence-based skill, and you're a, you're a wisdom-based
2: yeah. I'm character. A, I'm a wise cat, apparently. Yeah. Um, wisdom would not... I wonder if it would perhaps come a slightly under medicine because she is a gravekeeper. She, you know, enters, prepares bodies for the afterlife, for, you know, burial and things like that. So I feel like her... Um, Her beliefs and her religions and her work comes into muttering prayers as she's preparing the bodies and, um, uh, you know, preparing beings for the afterlife. So I wonder if that would work.
0: Okay. Uh, Then make me a medicine check.
2: Oh, it's a good roll. It's an 18 plus 6. It's a 24. Just when you need it.
0: (laughs) What do you say as you pray to your goddess?
2: Um... (laughs) I would probably say uh, something like, Radiant Goddess, I have returned, I've missed your voice, and yet I've returned to the place where you spoke to me for the first time in forever, please send me some guidance to this dark place.
0: Um, I think uh, with a 24 you with your eyes closed begin to see it's as as if you're like it's not astral projection it's like you're looking through almost like a a very far away like just the hint of a window that you're like seeing through in this black the black void that you you know normally see when your eyes are closed Uh, and you just see the faintest it's like you see it's like the movement of a scarab beetle across the window. Uh, and you hear, "My child, you have returned." And before we end the session, I just want to ask, what are Budge and Mari doing? Oh,
5: um, <laughs> Budge has um Budge has just eeny Miny mode and picked a random pile and is just shoveling everything in that pile <laughs> into his bag of holding regardless of what it is so there's like there's some valuable stuff in there but there's also like clumps of dirt bits of rock bits of old wood whatever's on in that pile so he's just sort
0: of shoveling yeah awesome uh just filling up that bag and what is Mari doing?
4: Mari's posted up near the entrance keeping an eye on the lump on the ceiling with an arrow knot and just
0: as you are staring at that lump you hear faintly a As a series of smaller black balls begin to slide out of its end, uh, dripping onto the ground. None of them have noticed you yet, but if the earlier uh, pattern of a one of these things appearing after a person died is to be believed... It appears that there have been quite a few deaths this day. And that is where we will end this episode. Uh, come back next time oh for parts. three. <laughs> Well, the final part of our adventure, uh, I guess part two of this sequel, the slowdown showdown sequel. Uh, thank you so much to everyone. Go ahead. And uh, once fine. again, you said it at the top. But once again, say where people can find you and follow you. Uh, we'll start with we'll go in. Counter, we'll, we'll go in what I now see is clockwise on the Zoom chat. We'll start with you, Johnny.
5: Oh, okay, sure. Uh, I'm Johnny Charles. I'm the resident bard over at Three Black Cuffins. You can find musical shenanigans over on Instagram at the underscore lonely underscore orchestra. Thanks very
0: much for listening.
6: Drac, you're up next. Hi, yeah, I'm Drac or Draconics. I'm actually all over the place, but the best place to find me is Twitter at Draconics. It's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. That's where you can find me updating everyone on all the projects and stuff I'm working on. Um, but I'm doing... Maybe too much. Um, <laughs> this is a ton of fun, though. <laughs> uh, on to you, Iza.
3: Uh, hey, I'm Iza You can find me at Evil Clever Dog on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm a designer for performance and a cosplayer, so I make videos about like cosplay and crafting and making cool things, so go check them out if you want to. I'm also part of Quest the Soaring City, which I'm now realising by the time this airs might actually be <laughs> over, but I play Quest on Chromatic Chimera, and Quest is a great game. Um, <laughs> I'm also part of the Asians Represent podcast, um, part of their ongoing Critical Read Alcadem series, and I've also done one off episodes with them, like the uh, language of fashion and costume in fantasy episode and the mixed race representation in TTRPGs and fantasy episode. So go check those out. And the Asians represent podcast in general as well.
0: All right. And on to you, Kim.
2: Hey, so I'm Kim and I'm one sixth of High Rollers D&D. If you just Google High Rollers D&D, that's all our socials and YouTube and Twitch. And I myself, I'm on Twitter
7: at Nanosounds, Sounds. Uh, and that's me.
0: And on to Grace.
7: Hi, I'm Grace Kelly Miller, and you can find me playing in No Small Roles at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram. And you can search No Small Roles on Facebook. Roles is
0: spelt R-O-L-L-S. Yes. And finally, Honey.
4: Hello, I'm Honey, a.k.a. Honey and Dice. Um, I am just Honey and Dice. I run games, I play games, I write games, but mostly I'm just everyone's biggest cheerleader. You can find me on Twitter at Honey and Dice. Um, You can also find more information about who I am, what I do, and what I stand for at HoneyandDice.com. But yeah, that's pretty much me
0: and I have been Jeremy Cobb uh, of Three Black Halflings. Uh, the podcast that you're listening to right now, we, if, look, if this is the first thing that you've ever heard us do, we also do a talk show. We have a whole campaign set in Utatum that, in which Budge is a character called Outlaws and Obelisks. It's a blast. We do all kinds of stuff. We do interviews. We talk about diversity in D&D, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can find us at T.B. Halflings on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow us, if you like what we do, you can support us on patreon uh patreon.com slash tb halflings and we have a merch store too uh, i think the the link for that should be on our twitter page and on patreon and so forth and probably in this episode description anyway thank you all for listening and come back for the exciting conclusion of outlaws and obelisks slow down <laughs> showdown so long shire folk so long shire folk so i didn't know for i didn't know it, <laughs> the rest of you can say it if you want to
7: <laughs> yeah i want to say it so long shire folk